Hey there, this is Matt. And Sam. And this is Peace Love Grapefruit. The podcast that has nothing to do with grapefruit. Before we start this episode, we're going to bring you over to a commercial. That way, you can listen to the rest of the episode with no commercial interruptions. Thanks for listening. Hi, Sam. We have a... Hi, Grapefruits. We have a very, very, very special um, look back in time, I guess. I don't know what you want to call it. We're journeying back into dinosaur world with um, Michelle. She's bringing us to Dinosaur Ridge, where she works. And um, we know that you Grapefruits all loved Michelle so much when she came on. It was like actually one of our most listened to episodes. Um, mm-hmm. So we're very excited to have Michelle back for a little holiday, um, you know, some dino dino cheer. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Deck the halls with Brontosaurus. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So Michelle, whenever you're ready, take it away. I mean, we're just so excited. Sure. So we're going to head over now to the bone bed. So we're going to check out some dinosaur bones in a little bit. Um, but before we do... I had an update. I actually re-listened to our episode to see if there's like anything I know that's like changed or maybe like a question I couldn't answer. Um, but now I can because I started taking classes at um, Alberta University and I'm still taking classes here. Um, so, but one thing I, I did, which was, which I figured out, which was really cool, um, is the color, what color dinosaurs are. Oh. Um, yeah. So it's a new science. Uh, basically in paleontology so it's kind of a new thing paleontologists are doing and it's really interesting so right now they still don't know the color of dinosaurs that we know didn't have feathers but they have found some feather fossils um, that are enough detail where they can kind of figure out the coloring and the way that they're doing it is by studying modern day birds so we all know birds uh, come in different colors of course and the reason for that is because of these cells in their feathers are called pigment cells. Mm-hmm. And the color is also determined by the shape and size of these pigment cells. Hmm. So, for instance, if it's long and narrow, the feather is going to be a grayish blackish color. If it's short oh, and wow. fat, it's going to be a brownish reddish color. And if it doesn't have the pigment cells at all, they're white like a dove. So That's- some some dinosaurs they now know what color they were. So the one I know for sure, the Microraptor, which is a type of raptor, they know that it was completely black. Wow. Wow, that's yeah. really cool. So that's what I know. And then there's some other raptor, I don't remember the name, but they've actually, if you Google like feather dinosaurs, what color, um, there's a few other raptors that they found. And they figured out the coloring. One, they actually figured out that, like, the top of his head was red and his body was Hmm. black and his belly was white. Like, it's really interesting. I think that that's so cool. That's super fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. It's even more fascinating to me, too, that in such a short time between the last time you were here with us to now that, like, they had those kind of updates. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know how long they've been doing that for, like, particularly. So, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's even more, <laughs> but it's, it, the, the thing that just stinks is they need the feathers of the dinosaurs. So like there's some raptors we think that were covered in feathers, but we don't have any of their 
feathers fossilized. Mm -hmm. So feathers, like hair, organs, that thing, those kind of things um, decompose very quickly. That's why we really don't have mm -hmm. anything. That's why we have bones, mostly. Crazy. All right. So crazy people. Michelle, did you finish all your Christmas shopping? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, not really. <laughs> yeah. Matt Matt is an overachiever. He finished all of his and already... Okay, only only just this year. No. <laughs> I'm not done yet either. <laughs> and only because I literally I went on Prime Day and it was like that's what everyone's getting, stuff from Prime. So that's so awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I've already told my family it's going to be a real five below Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Very nice. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we're at the boneyard. Do you guys want to see some dinosaur bones? Yes. Absolutely. Awesome. So do you see... Oh, my shadow's in the way. Do you see any dinosaur bones here in the rock? Um... I don't know what we're supposed to be looking for, but I think maybe like the darker areas. Is that the bone? So like here. And then do you see like here as well? Oh, I see that that you were just yeah. pointing at. Yeah. Yeah. That one? Okay, good. Yeah, so that is a dinosaur bone. So this is what real paleontologists look for when they're on dinosaur digs. They're gonna look for discolorations. And this one here, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's picking up on the camera. Yeah, right here, it's even got a different, a lot of people oh, yeah. the PTS, like, shiny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So this is the first two things, like, uh, paleontology. That's really cool. Yeah. She kind of cut out a little bit, but hopefully... Can you hear me now? Yep, you're good. Okay. So sometimes... Scientologists will stumble up, you know, is this a dinosaur that I found? So you're like, maybe like a quartz or something. And they swear by this method, even if it sticks to your tongue, it's a fossil. If it doesn't, mm. it's just a rock. So there's mm. just a whole bunch of paleontologists out there, like licking like walls and stuff. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I know people who've gone on dates and that was like their job, but they had to sort through everything and like lick it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so, so um there's a lot and all that discoloration you see in the uh, fossils which is pretty cool um but one of the questions i get all the time in my tours is miss michelle how do we know that these are dinosaur bones because we've seen other things fossilized before like plants i'm sure you guys have seen like petrified wood before yeah. uh, we've seen like sea critters and stuff like that so here's a great example I'm trying not to get the shadow in right here this guy so you could see this bone would have been jetting out of the rock and just kind of sliced. Oh, yeah. You see that? You can actually see where, like, the cartilage and stuff is. Like, that's a bone. Mm -hmm. That's not a piece of wood. It's not a plant. It's definitely. That's cool. That that's is cool. huge. Fine. So Dinosaur Ridge, I told you guys on the last podcast, is known for, uh, being the spot where they found the first Stegosaurus bones. Mm -hmm. This is that spot that right now I'm standing in. This is oh, part of that wow. quarry. And they actually left this Stegosaurus bone behind. Would you guys like to see it? Of course Absolutely. you would. <laughs> All right. 
it's right here that do you see it it's like a little line right here yeah oh yeah you know what's funny before you point yeah. it out i'm always like oh is that it like before right. you point it and i'm like oh very cool yeah it's right cool. here would you guys like to take a guess as to what part of the stegosaurus it is i was just gonna I'll give you a hit. it's a very iconic part there's like a stego uh, it's Matt. the right big toe. <laughs> it's not the toe, so the more iconic. Like when you think Stegosaurus, what do you think? One of his plates? Yeah, exactly. So that's actually one of its plates. That's it's cool. just laying on its side. That's so cool. You can yeah, right there. So it's just laying on its side. Usually they're up front. Alright, you guys want to see some more bones? Yes. All right. <laughs> so this one here this is our biggest bone in the boneyard you can see it's this whole thing oh my gosh yeah so this was part of a sauropod uh, most likely an apatosaurus um and sauropods are the largest animals to ever walk the earth largest wow. land animals to ever exist and this bone here was probably the part of the bone that would have held its pelvis and its tail together so essentially what you guys are looking at right now and examining is a big old dinosaur butt. <laughs> <laughs> dinosaur butt. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one up here, can you see this one? That's like a line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So anybody want to take a guess as to what part of a dinosaur that could be? I'll give you a hint. It, we have this bone, too. You'll find it in the human skeleton. Is it a rib? Yep. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a dinosaur. Good Wicked job. smart. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> then down here, let's see if we'll walk right by this one. I so weird arrowhead. Can you think she oh, an arrowhead. I kind of see it. Matt, do you see it? Yeah. Kind of like, yeah. No? It's like an arrow like shape. Mm hmm. I can uh -huh. see that. I see it. I see it. And then here, that circle is a tooth. So the tooth again would have been jetting out and was just chopped off. Huh. Very cool. Very, very cool. And I like your Christmas nails. And over here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Michelle is very festive today. Have another big bone mm. here from another sauropod. You can see it's huge. <laughs> and then over here, the femur, the circle here. I think and your then camera. Right here. It's kind of hard to see. Is my camera not working? Um. Oh, there it goes. We're good. There was just a little lag. Okay. It's fine. Now we can see. Sure. See this thing here? This is the femur. That's the circle mm -hmm. here. And then over here, it's you could see some discoloration. It's really hard to see. But do you see this like curve like really into the rock? This is a oh, hip yeah. bone. Dinosaur. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's really cool. And what dinosaur so, would that have been part of? Um, I'm not sure. So the reason is uh, I'll show you guys the sign. So this whole part of the ridge basically where this road is and where we're standing where i'm standing um was at this time we're in the jurassic era right now 
So this was a river. And what I'm currently standing in is the uh, bend of that river. Cool. On the sign. So just like rivers and streams we see today at the bend is where it kind of deposits all its dead plants, dead animals, stuff like that. So this is just kind of like, like a hodgepodge of like all different kinds of dinosaur bones. So for instance, that rib bone that you Can you hear me okay? Yeah, it just cut out for a second, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll fix it when okay, we Okay, did you hear the whole thing about the river bend? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. When you were talking about the rib. <laughs> sure. So, like I said, that rib that you identified might not belong to that apatosaurus, but it might be a different dinosaur. So this God. is kind of like okay. Jurassic dump we're sitting in. Because <laughs> it's the bend of that river. So it's just depositing all of the garbage. Gotcha. Cool. And then these are my favorite bones and then we'll head over to some of the prints right down here these two mm -hmm. do you see them yeah yeah those are chimeras yeah those are chimerasaurus teeth so oh. chimerasaurus are a type of sauropod which is a long neck and they're the most mm -hmm. commonly found dinosaur in all of north america we find them everywhere um so this one here the long one a lot of sauropods have that kind of tooth. It was basically like the end of a rake. So that would help them yeah. if they wanted to get like, you know, leaves off of a fern, they could just, just rake it off. Yeah. And then this one over here is how we know it's Camarasaurus because that's very unique to them. This is what uh, paleontologists have actually nicknamed caveman spoons, and you can see why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This would be the part, yeah. but like your soup and everything. Yeah. And if I could chip this part off, it would keep going almost like a handle. And that would help the Camarasaurus scoop up vegetation. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So that's all I have for the bones. And now let's head over to some tracks. Did you guys yeah. have any dinosaur questions? Any new ones? I, Matt, do you have any questions? I, I, I more so wanted to know like how geeked out kids get when they're on a tour with mm. you like, i mm -hmm. i just imagine how much fun it is i mean matt and i have both worked with kids before i you know currently work with kids and i know you're great with kids too michelle and so it's just like fun hearing in your voice you're like who wants to see a bone and it's like you know do yeah. you get, like groups of kids that are like yeah like freak out yeah, the only, yeah so the rock that we're looking at now this all of this rock is 150 million years old um, so it's from the Jurassic period. And then on the other side of the ridge, which I'll take you guys over to in a second, we're going to be in the Cretaceous period. Okay. And that's 95 million years. That's the youngest rock we have here. Um, but kids really love the T-Rex. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. T-Rex doesn't pop up to like, maybe about like 80 million. Mm -hmm. So even the youngest rock we have is still like 10 million years off. <laughs> um, but here's a wonderful track. These are one of the tracks I have to stay in too. Um, but this is the one I show them when I get a really big T-Rex fan. <laughs> it's of this guy here. Mm -hmm. This is the Allosaurus. So mm -hmm. he was the large theropod of the Jurassic age. You could argue he was the T-Rex of the Jurassic period. Um, and he is related to T-Rex. They're basically just like cousins. 
So I always tell the kiddos, this is, if you have an older cousin and the kids will raise their hand, I'm like, this is the T-Rex's older cousin. It's the best I can do. <laughs> but that's his track. So, and like compared oh, to my cool. hand. Okay. Yeah. Very so cool. we think a lot of the bones that we just explored are from Allosaurus, uh, sauropods, the long-necked dinosaurs, and Stegosaurus. Mm-hmm. Michelle, I have a question I thought of. So yeah. the the Allosaurus or or any any of those dinosaurs that would walk kind of upright, I guess, mm -hmm. would they also would their feet be the same size? Like, would their would they be able to tell if they were their front feet or their back feet or by the fossil? Oh. Um, they could tell, like, if it's left or right, depending how clear it is. Mm -hmm. But if uh, a lot of those things, like the Allosaurus and stuff, are bipedal. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that just means they walk on two legs. So it's kind of like us. We're not, they're not going to use their hands. Right. So but if would, we found, uh, like, a fossil, um, would we know if it was their hands or their feet? Like, were yeah. they rough? And I'll show you, yeah, inside? I'll show you an example of that with the hadrosaurs in a little bit. Cool. So here's the second stop. So these, believe it or not, what you're looking at is a ton of dinosaur footprints. Oh, cool. And I'm going to show you how to find them. Because everyone always comes here and they're always like, I don't see it. <laughs> but once I show you, you're going to find them all on your own, I promise. So basically what was happening here was these dinosaurs weren't walking on the rock. They were walking on top of these layers, pushing. Okay. So we're going to follow this line here. Follow this. Follow, 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 follow. Whoop. See that bump there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a dinosaur foot. That's the bottom. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, so that's the bottom of their foot. That's crazy. This is the Camptosaurus. This is a smaller bipedal critter. You can see another one here. That was the smaller one? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then as we get over here, you can see this big oh, yeah. one. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So this is of a they believe this is a brontosaurus. Wow. Just by it's so we know it's a sauropod footprint. Uh it's a long neck. Um and we think it's by the shape and size, it's probably brontosaurus. Also, brontosaurus are pretty indigenous to this area. Like we find brontosaurus bones um in this like rock formation. And in this area of Colorado. So that's why they think it's probably that. That's crazy. So massive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then these are the little So any, any dinosaur foot is definitely <laughs> way larger. Nuts. Yeah, so. It's just crazy. It's still like, it still blows my mind that they, you know, these things existed. You yeah. Know, it's just crazy to think about. Yeah, you can see some more Camptosaurus up there. And you can see, actually, the Camptosaurus footprints are on a different layer than the Brontosaurus footprints. Hmm. So Camptosaurus up here, Brontosaurus down here. So that means that they walked on this path just at way different times. Different times. Wow. Because it's on a different layer. So I, we know how big, though, that particular Brontosaurus was. So if I stand here, do you guys see that, like, dirt bank right there yeah. yep yeah okay if the tip of his nose was touching my belly button the tip of his tail would be there wow <laughs> that's crazy mm -hmm. 
That's so cool. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, this is the one the kids love the most because they can find the prints. Once you show them one, the kids like find all of them on their own, mm -hmm. which is really cool. My niece, she's only two. This is her favorite part because she tickles mm -hmm. the bottom of their feet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> cute. It's like so cute. But yeah, like my parents came once and they were like really impressed. They're like, she's like two years old and she's finding these footprints. I'm like, yeah, she's super mm -hmm. smart. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Amazing. So, do you guys want to time travel further back into time? Yeah, absolutely. Of course we do. Okay, so this rock here, this nice big red rock. Um, is all from the Jurassic period. So it's 120 to about 150 million years ago. Now, if we look across the way here, can you guys see the big red rocks? Hold on, let me cycle this go. Yes. Can you guys see those mm -hmm. big red rocks? Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, that's Red Rocks Amphitheater. Yeah, um, okay. And, yeah, and geologists predict those rocks to be approximately 300 million years old. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So you're literally time traveling just by looking across the street. Wow. For over 100 billion years. That's Red Rocks yeah, and Red Rocks Amphitheater, unfortunately, is closed right now um, mm -hmm. due to COVID for concerts and events. Yeah. But the hiking trails there are still very much open. And if listeners are interested in hiking there, I highly recommend before your hike to stop at their visit uh, and ask for the location of the oldest rock. It's a little mm -hmm. piece of a white rock uh, sticking out of the ground. And geologists predict that rock to be approximately 1.7 billion years old. What? Oh my God. <laughs> that's so yeah. That's crazy. So you can time travel another billion years, you know, just for the look. That's crazy. I can't even keep a pair of socks for like a month. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. It's so cool to me too, like that things have been on this earth, like they're still here on our earth. It's not mm -hmm. like they like flew out into outer space and they're like mm -hmm. not here anymore. Like they're still there. It's just cool. Yeah. yeah. And fuse and become part of the rock and grow into mountains. And it's just so cool. It's very cool. I guess you have to be careful. Like, um, do you know anything about like what the deal is with people like making roads through stuff? Like, is it preserved? Would you mm. Sure. So Dinosaur Ridge is federally um, protected. So you're not allowed to take any kind of rocks or anything from here. Um, you're not allowed to climb on here. Um, I mean, when I see people doing that, most of the time it's like kiddos. So I tell them to like knock it off. Really, really tries to like take stuff from here. I can call the sheriff and they can get arrested. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's well, that's good. I mean, it's a good thing, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, and that's the yeah, it's yeah. So, this is a road, and this was originally this road was made um, because of things like uh, on the other side of the ridge, that's where we have you know, Red Rocks Amphitheater, which is that's a really big um theater here. Oh, yeah, it's uh, huge, yeah, it's big. Um, I think, like, obviously it wasn't open this summer, but the summer before that, like, Dave Chappelle performed there, mm -hmm. um, Lionel Richie, like, that was, like, the last summer that they were open, that was, like, their lineup, like, they get big names, so mm -hmm. there's only 
one road that goes through. So they built this road to help alleviate the traffic for yeah. when the concerts mm-hmm. and stuff go out. And that's when they found all this dinosaur stuff. So um, Friends of Dinosaur Ridge, which is the nonprofit company that I work for, basically tried to work with Jefferson County to be like, we can't have this open to the public. This needs to be preserved. Um, and yeah, that's the basic story of Dinosaur Ridge. That's cool. That's really cool. All right. Hey, it's just interesting because you would think like, okay, we found all this stuff and it's kind of like the chicken or the egg thing. Like, did the road come first or did dinosaur <laughs> come first? <laughs> so it's, wow. it's, yeah, nice. so yeah, uh, on the other side, I'll actually show you there's some still from when they were dynamiting this out to build the road. So that's what this road is. So we still like maintain the road too because it's great. Right, like this is where we do our bus tours on this whole side of the lane. You could see like the bike markings on it. That's for bikers. Mm-hmm. This side is for walkers. So, mm-hmm. okay, so we have our next fossil. Did I see a raptor sign there? Looks like you cut out again. Okay, yeah, so this. It's hard for me to film, but luckily a wonderful volunteer made a casting. But I just want to show everybody, if you do come to Dinosaur Ridge and you hike, if you want to see the, it's a partial raptor track, which means it's not the mm-hmm. f- uh, full foot. Uh, it's behind this gate on the ceiling, basically, right where mm-hmm. that arrow is. Oh, but cool. I'm going to show okay. you guys on the casting. We have like an ex- Oh, yeah, look at that. It looks like two toes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. That's really cool. Yeah. We have a partial one, yeah. This raptor is probably about the size of the Velociraptor. Okay. Velociraptors are at full grown, only about the size of it. Um, but we don't think this is Velociraptor. Velociraptors are more indigenous to Asia. So okay. they think this is from a Utah raptor, which and all over the Midwest. That's where it's got its name. It's originally found in Utah. Um, and the, those are what they see in the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World movies. Okay. So, but they don't think it's just full grown. I don't think it's full grown. probably a chapter. Lost World 2. So it's called. Grapefruits, um, we are having a little audio issue with Michelle, but I can kind of sort of hear what she's saying, and I just want to mm-hmm. repeat because I think it's important for the grapefruits to know. Um, she's saying, I think, and Michelle, you can correct me if you're, if I'm wrong, that the that the Utah raptor is the ones that are, like, closest to blue, right? Like the little characters from Jurassic yeah. World, the new ones. So Utah raptors are the basis for all the raptors in all the of Jurassic World. And even in the first one, you know, the ones mm-hmm. in the kitchen, mm-hmm. they're the basis for that. And now it's just kind of evolved to blue. But yeah, so basically, if you have seen Jurassic, and they think this raptor track here is of a juvenile or possibly a baby Utah raptor. Cool. So if you've seen Jurassic World 2, this is the real life baby blue. Very hmm. cool. Very cool. <laughs> I like that character. Yeah, I like blue. Blue's so <laughs> cute. I like but that one, the, the kids, all the kids love that raptor track. I'm always like, yeah, that's blue. Because awesome. they always the, do that. You guys have blue. And I'm like, actually. Yeah. 
actually, I have that one. I don't have tears, I have blue. <laughs> the, uh, the scene in the kitchen still to this day gives me chills. Oh my God, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it makes my palms sweaty. Because I thought I was safe from dinosaurs because they have no thumbs, and then they open the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Okay, so this isn't dinosaurs, but um, in the last podcast, you asked why do why are dinosaurs usually portrayed with volcanoes? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, do you see these black stripes in the rock? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's ancient volcanic ash from the time of the dinosaurs. Crazy. Very cool. Yeah. So um, now this rock was never a volcano. And of course, it still isn't. This is uh, ash from the eruption of a volcano that erupted somewhere else. Mm. Um, Mm. Geologists still aren't sure exactly where it erupted from. They know it's not Yellowstone. That's a very common guess. Um, Mm -hmm. The reason why it's hard for them to pinpoint which is probably also why we see a lot of dinosaurs with volcano, was at this time, the Americas were separating from Pangaea. Mm-hmm. So we were moving pretty steadily west, and we were surrounded by um, islands that had like violent volcanic activity. So they think it's from one of those islands, they're just debating on which one they think it is. That's cool. And then up here... Do you see that ball? Yeah. 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 It's um. So this here is an anomaly. These are really rare. Uh, what happened here essentially is so you see like the layers, right? The layers are going to go mm-hmm. up real nice. Something kind of got caught. So it could be a dinosaur bone in there. It could be a piece of wood. It could be some kind of other mineral. The only way to find out would be to actually open it up. But they keep it here because it's just such a this is like an even bigger anomaly than probably what's inside of that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you ever like go hiking and you see that in sedimentary rock, that's all that means it is. But they're really rare. Cool. Cool. That is cool. So it's like something like got stuck in a lava flow and just like kind hardened. Of, yeah. That's cool. And like the layers just kept continuing being made while that thing was just kind of stuck there and it made that weird ball. That's cool. It's like a wonder ball. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> so did you guys have any dinosaur questions? Um, I can't think of anything think. specific. Yeah. I, I did have, I mean, it's not a dinosaur question, but I did see that there's that new show on um, Netflix called Alien Worlds. And mm. I was interested to know, like, if you were going to start watching it or if you've heard of it, Michelle, because I was thinking it was cool to think about maybe there were dinosaurs on other planets like maybe there's mm-hmm. life forms that we i don't know oh yeah i yeah i'm like that's i like know it's unrelated but <laughs> yeah no no i'm super interested in like astrobiology like as soon as i learned that was a science at all i was like what <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so astrobiology is exactly what it sounds like it's life on other planets mm-hmm. so the issue though with life on other planets is we only know carbon-based life forms Right. Mm-hmm. So on another planet, I mean, the odds of it being carbon-based, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's not the best. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because so, this, wanna... this new show on Netflix is, like, uh, basically imagining what it would be like taking all of the um, particles and elements and stuff like that that are on those planets or known to be those planets and, like, what kind of life forms could grow out of that. Yeah. It was interesting. 
what yeah, it's pretty cool. Sure. So I just want to show you guys. This is the top of the ridge, so this view is like the best. Mm. So, oh, so wow. that down there, that's Denver. Oh, cool. Okay. So it's cool. funny when you were panning to the to the ground before. It was like looking. I'm like, what? I was like, oh, that's a stick. <laughs> I know that one. It's a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's Denver. We can actually see like those skyscrapers and all that you see back there. That's Denver. That town right across oh, wow. the street, I believe, is Littleton. Okay. Yeah, Jefferson County has weird boundaries. <laughs> I've never been to Colorado before. Me neither. It's oh, like the, so the towns are so weird. <laughs> yeah, the town boundaries are so weird. That's why a lot of the towns here have like different names to different parts of the town. So, for instance, Littleton, like we're near Ken Carl part of Littleton. So some people will just call it, oh, I live in Ken Carl. They won't even say they live in Littleton. And then, I mean, unfortunately, I'm sure you guys have heard of Columbine. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, like that's just like, a, I live closer to Columbine, Littleton. Okay. But like everyone huh. says like, oh, yeah, I'm going to Columbine. Like you just call it Columbine. Like you don't say Littleton. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, where I grew up, it had, there were different parts of that part of Westchester County where I grew up that wasn't called Yonkers, but like Crestwood is a part of Yonkers. So that I can see that, mm -hmm. but that's interesting. But there were still boundaries. There were still like clear cut. Yeah, lines. it's it's technically all Littleton. Like I thought Ken Carl for the longest time was its own town. And then I found out it's oh. just part of Littleton. So it's really, I'm still get confused. <laughs> <laughs> but here, do you guys see these marks in the rock? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're at the other side of the ridge now. Like I said, that was the Jurassic period. That was about 120, 150 million years ago. Right now we're in rock that's about 95 million years ago. Wow. And at this point in time, all of Colorado was flat, first off. This is before the formation of the Rocky Mountains, let alone Dinosaur Ridge. And it was completely underwater. Wow. We had an so ancient I was going to ask, that was going to be the question, if, if there's any evidence of, like, water dinosaurs... Ooh um because it was underwater at some point yeah so this is what you're seeing right now those are ripple marks that's crazy so it does kind of look like a beach if you kind of yeah yeah it does yeah so we find these ripple marks all over like i was playing disc golf with my brother uh, a few weeks ago and i found them and i found some clam remains too in there too it's like oh this wow. is all from this rock must be 95 million years old i felt really smart but <laughs> <laughs> And then do you see this rock? It almost looks like it's peeling off the ridge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that stuff there is called shale. That's really uh -huh. common, yep. too. Um, and that's, that's remains of the bottom of the sea. Wow. So if you ever see, like, shale like that, that means that this was the bottom of some kind of water. So it could be a lake, could be a sea, uh, depending on where you are. But this we know is a sea, and this sea covers... That's a porta potty, all, I know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, the sea covered all, if not most, of the entire Midwest. That's crazy. Yeah. We were completely underwater. Um, there's no um, dinosaurs that lived in the water. Yep. So all those ones that we know of, like mosasaurs and plesiosaurs. Uh, mosasaurs are those cool like aquatic monsters from the new Jurassic World movies. Mm -hmm. And um, the plesiosaurs are what a lot of people now think the Loch Ness Monster is. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So we had those here in Colorado. Wow. Along with sharks, clams, squid, all here. So we find bones of them here, which is pretty cool. But they just like yeah. 
water, but then lived on land. Like, they didn't sleep in the water. They were completely aquatic. They were aquatic uh, reptiles. Got it. They weren't dinosaurs. They were reptiles. They were not dinosaurs, so. Got it. I remember you saying that last time, and that blew my mind. (laughs) Yeah, no dinosaurs can live underwater or fly in the sky. That's crazy. Those are just reptiles that live the same time. Crazy. That's crazy. They just didn't want it enough. That's what it was. You have to want it. <laughs> you have to want it enough. But yeah, I'm going to take you to a part of the rock where it was more swampy and okay. show you the track site. Oh. Uh, Dinosaur Ridge has been coined the number one track site in North America. Uh, and it's not because of the size of our tracks. There are dinosaurs we know that had bigger feet than ours, like a T-Rex, for instance. And mm-hmm. it's not because of the amount. Despite the fact that we have over 300 tracks here, there are places that have more than us. Uh, it's because of the actual diversity. So we have multiple different kinds of dinosaurs. That's cool. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of the places that have more tracks than us, it's all of one dino. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's much more interesting to be like, oh, we have different ones to look at. That's right. Yeah, right. that's why. It's, right. Yeah, so we and we have a lot of it. So, and the interesting thing about this track site, um, taking you guys to, is uh, we find these like similar track sites all over the Midwest in the same rock mm. formation, like in the same layer. Um, so they believe that that's possibly a migration. Oh wow, mm. that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool because it's the same dinosaurs too. So it's like the same dinosaurs from the same time walking in like the similar direction. So they were like, they believe this was some kind of migration path, which again, dinosaurs are related to birds. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's one I want to show you guys. There's a few things I'm going to show you guys on the way. Mm-hmm. But um, this one's my favorite. These are some more ripple marks. Mm-hmm. Be a little hard for you guys to see, but these ones are different than all the other ripple marks here on the ridge because here you can actually see we had a current. So you'll see like the ripple marks over here are kind of going up and down. Yep. And then in the middle, they're going side to side. And over yep. here on the left, it's a little hard to see because it's dark, but they're actually coming in sideways. Huh. So, so cool. our sea had a current. So it's probably similar to like when we go to like the ocean today, right? Like we usually mm-hmm. ask is, you know, is it high tide? Is it low tide? Is it choppy? Is it calm? So right. our dinosaurs might have asked similar questions when they visited our sea, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. That's really cool. Wonder what the lifeguard dinosaurs were like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wonder how they found the red bathing suits to fit. I know. (laughs) I feel like that's going to start like those memes where it's like, did they wear pants like this? Or like, (laughs) (laughs) but it's going to be like bikinis and stuff. (laughs) Exactly. So funny. Mm hmm. So, Michelle, we watched, uh, well, not Matt and I, but my husband, Nick, and I watched um, The Fly by Jeff Goldblum. And it was the, I, it was, I'm just, I know you like Jeff Goldblum because of obvious reasons, but, um, and you dress up as him and stuff, but like for Halloween, but I, I have never seen that movie before. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Just the transformation. It's so gross. It's the one Jeff Goldblum movie I really can't watch. Like, I honestly can't. So it's just, gross. It, it, it's so I, gross. It's so gross. I was going to ask you if you liked it or not. <laughs> it's a good movie. Like, it's not a bad movie. It's like The Exorcist. You know what I mean? Like, I think The Exorcist mm-hmm. is a fantastic movie, but I'm not going to sit and watch that. Nope. It's gross. Sam loves <laughs> it's The Literally Exorcist. gross. 
<laughs> I hate The Exorcist and I won't watch it. It's terrible. Yeah. But, like, I get why people like it and it's well done. The story's interesting. The effects, especially for their time, are, like, amazing. But I'm like, it's gross. It's so yeah. gross. Well, it's funny. funny movies, like, I'm glad I saw it once, but I don't need to watch that again. Oh, I'll right. never watch it again. Absolutely not. Yeah. But um, we were watching The World According to Jeff Goldblum on Disney+. Plus, and I love that show. Oh, my God. It's so great. He's so weird, and I mean that in, like, the most loving, wonderful way yeah, ever. Yeah, he's just very, like, eccentric. Like, he's he just... Mm-hmm. He is such a personality. Yeah. And yeah. I just... I love, like, the episode on tattooing when he's, like, discovers that there's a Jeff Goldblum day in his hometown, and <laughs> they all can get Jeff Goldblum tattoos, and he goes yeah. in and he actually tattoo helps tattoo a guy. <laughs> just like mm-hmm. the crazy. Yeah, there's a YouTube video. I want to say it was like, I don't remember, it was like GQ magazine. They did some video. But uh, they actually show him, people submitted tattoos they have of Jeff Goldblum. And they had him, like, say what he thought of them. That's so That's great. That's cool. Like, judge them, basically. And it was, it was, it's a, if you're ever looking for, like, a good video, like, that's the best one. Because he's so, because he's so loving, too, like. Yeah. Like when the tattoos like 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 sometimes like the tattoo they'll show you, it's like kind it's not good. <laughs> but he'll be like, Oh, but look, they added a raptor and they added this. Like he lo- looks at like even like the little details, like I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. It was just like so sweet where I'm like, Aw. Even watching that show, I mean, there are some things that you could tell he was like not necessarily into, but he just put his whole self into it, you know? Yeah. Like, Matt, you should watch the show. It's really good. It's he- on my list. He does synchronized yeah. swimming with like these old ladies and he <laughs> makes his own ice cream flavor and like just all kinds of stuff. He gets grills. <laughs> well, it was cool. funny. We actually, me and my boyfriend actually watched a UFO documentary last night. It's a new one called Phenomenon. Uh-huh. And um, it was really interesting. It talks about like people who were like in the military and like the government files that they have on UFOs. It's not just some like, you know, wackadoos in Iowa or something (laughs) like it was like here's like the real history of what we do know about ufos so it was really fascinating but um yeah we were talking about like oh what do you think if these ufos were here like why do you think they went to dc why do you think they went here and i was like i brought up jeff goldblum like it's probably like jeff goldblum in uh independence day like (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know if that's the one that i just watched with nick too um but i'm pretty sure on netflix we had to rent it but um, it's the one that, like, uh, what's his name? Joe Rogan just had, like, them on the podcast. So I yeah. was like, oh, it's like, I should watch this. <laughs> yeah, we, I think we had to rent it, too, on Amazon Prime. Um, but yeah, yeah, they talk about, like, Project Blue Book and stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, let me introduce you guys to some of these sea critters. Can't yes. wait. Okay. So I, I nicknamed these because there's, like, a bunch of them. But I nicknamed them my little squigglies. Love it. You guys see these squiggly lines? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and this whole rock is just covered in them. So, these... You said the the other time period was the Jurassic. What are we in now? We're in the Cretaceous. Cretaceous. Yeah, we're... It's technically considered the late Cretaceous, but we're still about roughly 10 million years before a T-Rex shows up. Got it. Wow. Yeah. So here, what we're looking at, those little squigglies, for the most part, they think they're, um, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I have my mask on. Um, you, you have these... better reception in the Cretaceous period than Jurassic period. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably because I'm closer to town, to be honest. 
Like, <laughs> like I'm literally closer to Denver. Um, but here, uh, these are worms. This, this is all remnants of them burrowing. Oh, little spotted wow. critters. And then some paleontologists also believe uh, that some of these markings could even be from primitive shrimp. Oh. <laughs> Which now, is really do think, cool. Do we think that dinosaurs ate, like, sea stuff? Sure, or? yeah. That We know of ones that were pescivores, like the Spinosaurus is mm -hmm. a pescivore, mm -hmm. Baryonyx. Um, pretty much any dinosaur you see that has, like, an alligator or crocodilian kind of snout to it. Yep. Okay. They believe those are pescivores. Huh. Which are fish eaters. Although mm -hmm. the Spinosaurus, they think, because he was so big, he's the largest carnivore to ever walk the earth. He's much, mm -hmm. much bigger than even a T-Rex. Um, but they think he, that guy ate fish and things on land. Like, he just ate everything. Huh. It's just, they're just so massive. So, here, let me introduce you some more sea critters. They're right here. Now, you see these holes in the rock? It looks like someone's, like, punching into it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so those are from ancient sea clams. Oh, wow. These oh. are the markings I actually found on the disc golf course. <laughs> oh, cool. That's evidence of them burrowing. Huh. So, yeah, That's so, so cool. sea clams have been around way before the dinosaurs, and as we know, they've been around way after the dinosaurs. Um, mm -hmm. So they're some of the oldest organisms we know to exist. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, finally made it to the famous track site here. These are the ones you had to stain? Yeah. The majority we of them? We actually ones. have to... That's the other reason I want to do it later in the day, because we have to, like, very much stain these again. <laughs> During, like, when I have to do, like, a 10 o'clock, like, 10 a.m. tour, like, sometimes, like, you can't even see these. But once the sun starts to go down, they really pop, because they really need to get stained again. We're just having issues because of covid and mm -hmm. yeah that's just 2020 yep. so yep. here it is oh wow. wow yeah so this is like if you if you google dinosaur ridge this is the picture that comes up this is most. what we're doing for yeah yeah so cool wow that's crazy yeah that's so cool <laughs> so i'll show you real quick this hole here that's the dynamite yeah. Okay. okay okay that's yep. from the dynamite so and you can actually see here on the sides you can actually see the layers that they blew through see all that oh yeah yeah cool. yeah it's a bunch of so, layers so you i think you cut out a little bit but you were saying when they went to go build red rocks is kind of when dinosaur ridge happened when red rocks really took off so Red yeah. Rocks, like I said, it's a big theater. Like they do, even yeah. to this day, like I said, the last summer that they were open, I mean, their two biggest shows was like Stevie Wonder, Lionel yeah. Richie, and like Dave Chappelle with John Stewart. Like right. it's like they right. get like a crazy, crazy stuff. And um, so, but there's only one road to lead okay. you back to the highway, which is that highway there that we kind of saw yep. off where Denver is. So mm -hmm. it's like the traffic's next level there because there's no yeah, other way yeah. to get there it's just that one road so <clears throat> they built this road that we've been walking on here on dinosaur ridge to kind of alleviate that traffic as here's another Got way it. to get onto that highway right yeah, okay so okay. that's why it was like a big struggle with trying to get jefferson county to like shut down this road right yeah to preserve these dinosaurs because they're like you don't understand like they still to this day only still have that one road that's okay so <laughs> wow yeah, I'll show you. Let me show you these dinosaur footprints. So, so cool. this big one here, 
is of a hadrosaur. So that's what uh, Ducky is in yep. uh, Land Before Time. This is of an adult hadrosaur. And you see this is the back foot here with the big three toes. Mm -hmm. And the front foot here. Which huh. is, they're kind of like fused. So they make like a splat. The adults had to use their front feet to walk. Because um, they weighed about as much as an elephant. Wow. So they wow. had to use their front foot to get from point A to point B. And you can actually watch this guy walk all the Walking. way up to that corner. Yeah. That's and we do stain these with charcoal. It's environmentally friendly. And it also helps with the preservation. And I'll show you real mm -hmm. quick why we do that. So this, here, I'll pan out. So you can see that's the footprint. Like I said, you can follow it all the way up to the corner here. That, though, is not its first footprint. Its first mm -hmm. footprint is down here. One, two, three, and the dot right there. Oh, yeah. Look at that. So, like... You can kind of see how hard that is to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we charcoal them yeah. in. And those are like right by people's feet. And everyone misses it. Yeah. That's cool. Huh. So you guys want to meet another dinosaur? Of sure. Okay. So we see this one here. <laughs> Do you see this one up here? Yeah. Now this one looks a lot like this one, but yeah, smaller. Like so what do you guys feet. think that could mean? It's it baby? is a Smaller yeah, it's a baby. Ducky. <laughs> a smaller ducky. So <laughs> it's the it's baby. Actually, Gotta it's, love me. Yeah, it's a baby hadrosaur. And the babies didn't need to use their front feet yet because they were very light still. So they could still get from point A to point B. Just and you can away. actually see mom or dad here. Nice steady path. And you can see the baby now alongside just kind of going That's a bit crazy. Cool. <laughs> Be a little bit more rambunctious. So hadrosaurs are dinosaurs we know that did raise their young. You can see the evidence here. And then also a man named Jack Horner, he made his biggest discovery in paleontology was he discovered a adult hadrosaur footprint, uh, sorry, adult hadrosaur skeleton buried alongside its juveniles and even a nest. Aww. Oh. So, and if Jack Horner doesn't ring any bells, that's totally fine. After making that discovery, probably do his most famous work he's the lead paleontologist for all the jurassic park and jurassic world movies oh, that's okay. why they hired him he knows his stuff <laughs> wow so you're kind of seeing his cool. discovery here which is pretty cool do you want to meet another dinosaur yes sure okay so we so got now, mom or dad here huh are the are the hydrosaurs the only dinosaurs that we know of that you know raise their young it's the only one we really have like a lot of evidence for. Got it. Um, but the overall general belief is they think a lot of the herbivores possibly did as well. Mm -hmm. um, but we just don't we don't have evidence like this. Like you can actually sure. see here the adult walking alongside right. its With juvenile the, and they found like all of that. So it's right. it's a theory that most paleontologists agree, but most, if not all, herbivores did raise their young. Um, mm -hmm. but there's just no real evidence on that. Got okay. it. Yeah, cool. there's not, it's, it's not, or I should say, it's not as solid of evidence as our hadrosaurs. Right. Even if they didn't raise them, would they have still traveled, like, in herds together? Like, you know how you see in movies The other thing, too, that. is, like, they know a lot of the herbivores did travel in herds. So, like, even triceratops, um, like, we have triceratops trails that's not far from here, and you can actually see a herd of them walking through. You can see their footprints and fern all along the way. So, you can see they were grazing in some fern at this time. Mm which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's so, cool. Let me show you another dinosaur. So we have mom or dad here. Yeah. We have baby up here. Do you see that one right there? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like three sticks. 
Yeah. Does that remind you of an animal that's alive today? A duck or a chicken. Yeah, exactly right. So that's an ornithomimid. Ornith actually means bird. Mimid means mimic, okay. so it's bird mimic. Yeah. Um, it's a bipedal dinosaur. If you watch Dinosaur Train, that's the conductor. So the guy okay. goes all aboard, like every episode. Um, but yeah, that's an ornithomimid. And essentially, he was basically a giant bird. They think he was more like a chicken. Uh, uh-huh. He was huge. He weighed about 300 pounds and was completely covered in feathers. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. <laughs> now, our hadrosaurs here, as we previously discussed, those are um, herbivores, meaning they're just plant eaters. Mm-hmm. And the ornithomimid up there is an omnivore, which means he's like us. He eats plants and meat. Now, we don't okay. think this ornithomimid was trying to hunt or eat any of these hadrosaurs. Like I said, he's a 300-pound chicken. These guys weighed as much as an elephant. So wow. it's not something he would consider to be like, you know, lunch. What right. we think he was possibly doing now was hiding from a bigger predator that would mm-hmm. like to call ornithomimid lunch. And would you guys like to meet that guy? Yeah. Yeah. We only have two prints of them. So can I? I can't zoom in. Oh, nerds. <laughs> oh, nerds. So if you see like this guardrail here. Uh-huh. Yeah. You keep going up. You're going to see the big three. That's the hadrosaur. And then do you see ones that look like capital T's? Like, where are they? Like one's right there. Oh, and yeah. The other one's right there. Kind of, yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, I'll, let me show you on the map, too. We actually have a map. This is what all the footprints are. <laughs> um, those two are right there. So you can see okay. these two. The other black ones are all nithromimid, so you can see how they're different. And then the white yeah. ones are hadrosaurs. So that was from a big apex predator. Um, He would definitely have, I think he weighed about two tons, and he would have liked to eat our ornithomimid. Here's a picture of all of them. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Wow. So this is the hadrosaur, you can see, and you can Mm -hmm. see here, too, on the illustration, that the the adult needs its front foot, and the baby not so much. And then this is the ornithomimid. We're actually getting our... Uh, signs updated he would have been covered mm-hmm. in feathers, but that's what he looked like okay. and then that was the big predator here wow yeah the acrocanthosaur wow yeah, 2.5 tons wow so and these guys could weigh more than three tons so they could definitely have scared him away it's also interesting it's to me michelle and i don't know if it matters at all like scientifically but huh? it always amazes me how like small their feet are comparatively and like legs are comparatively to their massive bodies yeah yeah i mean people say that all the time too about even their brains so right yeah but i mean if you look at your own foot it's pretty small compared to probably the rest of your body as well that's true but i just i mean like the amount of mass like it makes sense when you were describing how they had to use the adults had to use their front foot because you'd think like they're top heavy or something and they'd like have Mm -hmm. to Right. All over Especially because they're leaning more, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. Oh, it's cool. Very cool. All right. So mm-hmm. I want to show you guys one more footprint. And we find it's not dinosaurs, but they're really cool. And we find them all over uh, Dinosaur Ridge, of course, and all over this rock formation. Like we find these all over the Midwest. And it's right up here. I wish this camera would let me zoom in. Hmm. All right, there's that white sign there that says, it's, I'm sure you can't read it, but it says Crocodile Swim Track. 
And okay. then right next to it, right here, do you see that rectangular indentation? Yep. Got claw marks in there. That's the crocodile track. Oh, wow. And then, I don't know if you cool. can, but on the right hand side, now that you know it's C, you could maybe see, make out some more. Mm -hmm. yeah, I just yeah. that one, yeah. That's so cool. you can see crocodiles and alligators did live the same time as our dinosaurs, um, but they're not dinos. Right. And I'll explain real quick as to why. Where did my buddy just go? Oh, I always, this is my tour guide buddy. I always bring him with me. Hold on my earphones. This guy here, that's Dimitridon, oh. my buddy Dimitri. Yep. He's a Dimitridon or Dimitridon, however you want to pronounce the syllable. Uh, and he usually, if you get like a mixed bag of dinosaur stuff, you, they throw in one of these guys. Yeah. He's actually not a dinosaur. He existed well before the dinos and is in fact, uh, relative closer to ours. Um, oh. yeah. So I was going to say, he looks know, we, like my cousin. <laughs> 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 so yeah. So, uh, paleontologists, one of the first thing they noticed about all dinosaurs, all these guys walking around was their hips. So all dinosaurs have bird-like hips. That's how they're all related to birds, even those big, long neck ones. So when they walk, they have like a stride that's kind of like an ostrich. Like a strut. Okay. Yeah, like a strut to them, yeah. Uh, or you can even think of like an elephant sometimes. Okay. So they're going to have that kind of stride. Now, my buddy here, Dimitri, his hips are similar to that of an alligator or a crocodile. Right, so if you does. look here at his hips, you could tell right away this is not something you're going to see on any kind of bird. But you'll mm -hmm. definitely see on alligators and crocodiles. So when these guys walk, they walk side to side like a lizard. Right. So if you ever watch any kind of dinosaur movie or TV show, if you see a critter in the background just scurrying side to side, it's just a prehistoric critter, but it's not a dinosaur. Cool. Very Be a cool. dinosaur, you have to have those hips. Now I feel like so armed with this knowledge that anytime it's going to come up, I know it's going to come up at the weirdest time, but no, you're actually wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. There are no what there are no sea dinosaurs. Get it right. Those are reptiles. <laughs> and so then cool. this thing here, it's really has something to do with dinosaurs, but it's everyone's favorite story here at Dinosaur Ridge. So this hole here. Yeah. This isn't from dynamite, uh, but it was man-made. So before we were with we, this place was preserved, like we had the federal protection and everything. Um, some college kids, some track guys stole one of our footprints. And you can see the chisel marks all on the side. What? Yeah. <laughs> they were using it as a doorstop at their fraternity. Um, but luckily, mom found out. And she yeah. brought it back to us. So you can oh, actually go good. see the stolen footprint right now in our exhibit hall. It's our little mini museum down at the visitor center. Yep. When did that happen recently? Uh, no, it's like when this first all kind of. Oh, okay, okay. When it was first discovered and people just kind of knew about it. Um, I just didn't have the federal protection. I mean, it was people like right. literally just coming down here. Uh, people were just staining it on their own. Oh, wow. And everything like, yeah, if you like read the story of like dinosaur, it's pretty amazing. It's just a group of people that just thought like, this is important and mm -hmm. kind of fought the law <laughs> and then mm -hmm. the law lost. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. So I just want to so show cool. you guys. There's these new markings, which is really cool. So here's some more of that slimy beach. You can see the ripple marks. Oh, here. yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I find these all over Colorado. Like if you just see some exposed rock, most of the time it's that. Mm -hmm. 
and you the the guardrails and stuff that we have up is to fight mother nature against the erosion of what's going on so eroding rock though is one of the best rocks to find dinosaur fossils so if you ever come to another place maybe even similar to dinosaur ridge you're going to notice that there as well all right this one's really cool it's brand new we just like you can even see the signs newer <laughs> so Let's see if we can, I can see one of the tracks. Not gonna look, okay. I'm not going to look at any rock formation the same ever again. I'm going to be no, dinosaurs in there. <laughs> you could see here. So do you see those? Uh, they're almost like scratch marks, like these big scratch yeah. marks on the rock. Yep. And this one even like divots in here, right here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's from theropods, like big dinosaurs, like a T-Rex kind of dinosaur. Um so this is something that modern day birds do is they'll make markings like this and basically they'll pretend to make a nest to attract mates huh. and then once they attract the mate they usually wind up making the nest within that area that they were like practicing and trying mm. to attract that mate so that's what that's from it's they think it's some kind of dinosaur courtship that's like so cool. trying to attract meats. And the cool thing about that too means that dinosaur, whoever made that, probably did make their nest somewhere in this area. That's very cool. We just haven't found it yet. Yeah. Do we know anything about like what kind of, because you know, you think of a typical bird's nest as like, you know, sticks and like round shape. Like, do we know anything about if they, you know, I mean, they were massive. Did they like claw out a side of a cave or something? <laughs> like that was their nest or... <laughs> Oh, I mean, we don't really know where they built nests. It's probably on the ground because a lot of them don't have, like, feathers. But, I mean, it's probably, it could even be similar to penguins. Okay. Mm -hmm. Rocks. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then, this is pretty cool. This is a tree root impression. That's what this whole rock. Oh, yeah, look at that. That's cool. Yeah, and you That's can see cool. it, like, spikes up around there, too. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much it of the ridge. Yeah. But I do have one more surprise for you guys. So. What? Yeah, she said she had a surprise and I was like, I don't know. I'm like way too excited about it. it has <laughs> I was already surprised. So it's okay. like dinosaurs, but it's honestly my favorite part of dinosaur ridge. And it is not dinosaur related at all. It's fine. <laughs> so. Did you guys have any questions or anything? I mean, I think as we were going, those were the only yeah. questions that really popped into my yeah. head. Um, <laughs> I mean, definitely not dinosaur-related question, but what do you think of The Mandalorian? Have you been watching that? I love The Mandalorian, and I love that you guys, like, recap it. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been, like, so, so, like, I, like, get so excited. Like, I can't listen to your podcast until I watch The Mandalorian. <laughs> so... <laughs> well, yeah i've been listening to your podcast like a lot more it's actually my favorite podcast to listen to while i'm walking my dog because she's like she's like a scaredy cat and she gets into stuff she's like curious but like scared so like every time i walk her there's always like times where i have to be like stop stop doing that and i've been <laughs> trying to find like a podcast because like you know like i love star talk for instance but yep. you know neil beats explaining like a black hole and then my dog finds like an ant hole and i'm like <laughs> pulling her out and by the time i get her out he's like somewhere off and i'm like oh, i don't know what i have to like rewind it I'm like this is annoying yeah <laughs> we're, at, we're just like 
jibber jabbering in the background. And I love like, it. Yeah, you can pop in and out yeah. whenever you want. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like it's like I'll be like, like, oh, like. Oh, good. They're still talking about the Macy's Day Parade. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we we did not um, recap anything for this episode yet, but we're going to do like a little um, thing for before or after to bookend, you know, our dinosaur thing because we have to recap Mandalorian this week. And oh, this week was the best episode, hands down. I I this and the Rosario Dawson one. Um, yes. She's yeah. I just felt like this Sakatana, right? episode. We'll get into it. Sakatano. This episode was just so short. I know. <laughs> I, need so short. I need more. I need more content. Yeah. Well, my whole thing too is like, I mean, can I? Are spoilers okay? Yeah. Spoilers. 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 So my favorite spoilers. character since I was like the littlest kid has Boba always Fett. been Boba Fett. Yeah. So when the Mandalorian came out, I was actually pretty like excited about it because I was like, oh, like I'm fine with just like a bounty hunter. And I kind of like that it's this other character because then they can take more liberties without like, you know, Boba Fett fans like yeah. raging. So I was like totally on board with it. So, yeah, this last episode when he's like, oh, dude, it was so good. Oh, I when saw, the same um, one like flew in, I was like, yes. <sighs> when it came, but then when I like. Like, my boyfriend thought I was watching, like, a sports game. Because when yeah. he came into the scene with the full costume on, I was just, yeah. like, I, like, yelled. I was, like, yes! Like, I was, yeah, I wasn't well, even cool expecting it to happen is, in that episode. What? Um, I don't know if you caught this, but, like, the actor who played Boba is the okay. same actor who played Boba's father in the prequels. Which is really yeah, cool. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, well, I yeah. knew he was gonna be in the season because I've been I like, didn't. Following, yeah, I've been following like the news and stuff. Yeah, it's. I I thought it was very well done. I agree with Matt. I wanted it to be longer, but yeah. um, you know, I understand why like they have to break things up and whatever. But I just, I always want more. I always want more. Yeah. Well, and, here's some more of like just so okay. you guys can see. This is our shale. Oh, the shell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you can really see. And then this oh, is... Oh, yeah. Look at probably picked it up. But this is what the stuff looks like up close. Okay. Cool. Oh, wow, yeah. So if you ever find rock like that, that's what it is. It's the bottom of the sea. Cool. So, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy because people will go hiking around here and, like, find fossilized, like, shark teeth. <laughs> that's so crazy. So if people, yeah. are hiking, if people are hiking up there and they, you know... It's not like roped off. Like people can just do whatever, go wherever. Oh, yeah, but, you can touch those bones and everything. That's cool. But it's just like you know, people know to be respectful. Hopefully. You hope. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I mean, we have these guys. They drive like RC cars. You know, those little remote control cars. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get like I'm so mad at them right now because. My manager wanted to ban them because what they're doing is they're actually climbing up on the fossils. Like, you know where, like, the uh, water ripple marks are, too? Yeah. And you can't miss that. Like, it's, like, clearly, like, a fossil. Like, that's a water ripple mark. Like, that's right. not anything else. And they're putting their RC cars on there and, like, putting them down and, like, recording them for, I guess, like, YouTube videos or something. And they're all adult men. Like, what? the youngest is, like, 25. The oldest is, like, 45. No. It's yeah, like a group no. of them. <laughs> so I've no. had to yell at them so many times to like stop climbing on the fossils. Like 
it's really frustrating. And she wanted to ban them. And I was like, no, like I talked to them, like, and they left as soon as I like gave them some business. And like, then they came back and they were like doing it again. And I like got Mm -hmm. so mad and they started calling me a Karen, which like, I was like, you guys don't understand what that means. Yeah. I was like, Karens are the ones that give minimum wage workers a hard time because of their Mm. self-entitlement. Yeah. And then I was like, I stood up for you guys. Like the reason you're even allowed to come here now with your RC cars is because I said, don't ban them. They were just being like dumb. Yep. So now Um, if like they do it again, it's like you're banned. That's why we can't have it. Yeah, so we can't things. But Mike, it's Colorado. You can't find another group of rocks that aren't fossils. Red rocks is literally across the street. And the other thing is too, is on a normal day, um, I picked a day that was off. That's why I wanted to do it Tuesday. We're not doing tours during the week uh, because, you know, school's in session and stuff. There's just not yeah. enough people coming out. Um, in the summer, though, if anyone's interested, it's seven days a week. Cool. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, so we have buses coming up this ridge all day. Mm-hmm. So you have the people who work here. And part of our job is if we see someone climbing. And look, most of the time, the people that are climbing are like kiddos. Yeah. Um, and it's just parents being obnoxious. I mean, most of the people I have to yell at are just like, put a leash on your dog kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But like, that's part of our job is if we see something, we have to say something. And right. if they're really being disrespectful, we have to contact uh, the Jefferson County Sheriff. Wow. Because it's federally protected. Um, right. But like, we've never, I mean, since I've been working here, I don't know anyone that's ever had to contact the sheriff. It's usually you just tell them, knock it off. Like, right. Yeah. And, yeah, those guys, they keep coming back. And I'm like, next time they come back, I was like, if I see them again, I was like, I will report them. <laughs> I was so That's mad. Crazy. That's crazy. That would make now, me so mad, too. I feel like yeah. we're just has... our stuff. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Well, like, this is not. Yeah, we have for. issues all the time. So, like, remember when I showed you guys the volcanic ash? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, did you see that, like, weird, it almost like a gate along the, the rock as well? Like, yeah. right underneath the black stripes? We had to put that up because students from the School of Mines, which is, like, a top geology, paleontology, it's a top science school, basically, especially in earth science, up the street from us. Uh, they're stealing the ash for, like, an A in class to do, like, projects and stuff. What? <laughs> like, you can't do that. That's <laughs> like when you... It's like when you get on a highway and you see a sign that says, like, no horse, no skateboard. And, like, someone did that. That's why that sign exists. Yeah. Yikes. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's so disrespectful. And also you would think that people have common sense, right? Like, you'd think, oh, okay. Yeah. Why? I mean, the thing that just annoys me is, like, where they were doing it, too. I'm like, that is so obvious, like, a fossil. Like, yeah. you saw, you could see it from your Skype camera. So imagine right. how it looks in real life. Right. Like, it's just like, you're on, like, the, come on, dude. Like, what am I supposed to tell you? Ridiculous. Yeah. All right. I don't know if they're out right now. Let's see. Oh, I think I see some. So right. I'll show you the surprise. The I'm going to try and get closer. It's I don't know what it is, cars. but I'm so excited. It's this, it's this whole patch of dirt here. Do you see those little mounds? Uh-huh. Yeah. Those are prairie dog mounds. Oh my oh gosh! My <laughs> so I'm trying to see. It might be too cold. We might have yeah. started a that little later so than. Cute. 
but yeah we i see them all the time so the, this is this land specifically is preserved for prairie dogs Aww. that's so cute. ranch do we know if there's a dinosaur related to the prairie dog <laughs> no no they were related to birds sam i know i know it was a joke prairie dogs are mammals <laughs> yeah i don't know they might be sleeping so cute. for them but these are so these prairie dogs are here and it's so funny they've actually figured out so that's why i work over there in that building okay where that parking lot is yeah so they've actually figured out how to get under the road so i see them like when i go have lunch and stuff they're so cute oh my god so cute see if i can get closer if there's any but so these prairie dogs are here this is all preserved for the prairie dogs Oh, and the reason, I love that. Yeah, and the reason for that, prairie dogs, everyone probably knows, they're not endangered or anything like that, right? right. But here in Colorado, we have the black-footed ferret, and the black-footed ferret does live up here on the ridge and throughout the Red Rocks area. Black-footed ferrets are extremely endangered. To call them endangered mm -hmm. would actually be an understatement. They think there's only about, like, I think 200 left in the whole wild. What? Oh, my gosh. Wow. And they're the last of the wild ferrets. So once they're gone, it's just those ones you see in like, the pet shop. It's just the Petco ones. Ugh. Yeah. So, oh. but their main source of food are prairie dogs. Uh -huh. The plan oh. here is to help them because you can kind of, I'm sure you saw even when we were like up top of the ridge as well, where Denver is. Um, this whole land is, they're building more and more. Mm -hmm. So the, the, black-footed ferrets unfortunately are starting to lose their land and of course if they're losing their land so is their food right mm -hmm. so the Rooney's here this is Rooney Ranch it's the oldest ranch in um I think it's in the United States I know Seals Ranch in Colorado wow um they yeah that piece of land is just for the prairie dogs that's amazing good for them that's really cool yeah that's amazing I I always think that Lucy looks a little like a prairie dog. Well, we call Lucy every kind of animal. Like, she's <laughs> kinds of animals. But sometimes prairie dog. In the morning, when she wakes up, she's like, what? What? What's going on? <laughs> That's cute. That's awesome. They are. I've never They're seen so adorable. in person. Yeah. yeah, and, like, I was really surprised because, like, I've seen them all summer and stuff. Um, but now working in the winter, like, they're so They're even cuter in the snow. Mm. Um, watching them scurry around i was like oh i just assumed they like hibernated or something but i guess not wow that's so cool yeah their little mounds are like covered in snow and then they like pop their heads out it's just like the mm -hmm. cutest thing <laughs> i love that i love that oh so cute you have to take some pictures yeah. of them when you see them next time yeah i'll take them like next time i come to work they'll be out they're always like right behind where actually it's like right where i um park my car Mm -hmm. They're all like in our parking lot. <laughs> That's cute. So cute. Mm -hmm. How cold is it? Uh, this side of the ridge is a little bit colder. It's probably in like the 40s. Okay. But the other side where the sun is, it's like 60. Okay. I was, yeah, I just put a hoodie on now. I've been in a t shirt all day. Wow. That's in, like, awesome. the mid 60s. Yeah. I don't know why I just always assume Colorado's like colder than New Jersey, but it's freezing here. <laughs> we were yeah, like, I think, I think a lot of it has to do actually with South Park. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Every South Park episode, the boys are all bundled up. Yeah. Right? right. That's like their their clothes, and yeah. every time they go outside, there's always snow. Yeah. 
it's true. <laughs> so it's I think true. that's where people get that assumption that Colorado's like always cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, no, we're actually kind of a desert. So <laughs> mm-hmm. Our summers are really hot. Yeah. But the cold here, I like a lot more than the cold back at home because we don't have humidity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, like, you know, when you come inside from the cold, it takes you a while to like warm up because the cold kind of stuck to you from that, the like, humidity. Right. And uh, yeah, in Colorado, I warm up like that, like nothing. That's amazing. Like, yeah, that's cool. So. Yeah, you don't have to, like, change your clothes. Like, it's like, oh, I can keep my hoodie on because I don't have, like, the cold stuck to me. Mm-hmm. Such a good point. And, yes, yeah. that sucks. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, like, every time I take Lucy out, it's like, oh, my God, I'm going to be freezing. I don't do well with temperatures above or below. At all? It's just temperatures <laughs> in general. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> above or below, like, I guess, like, 65. I, I That's, like, my ideal like 65 to 75 and then like in the summer i like it to be hot because i just you know what yeah i like i I just can't deal with the humidity that's where it's bad so like i yeah we don't have any humidity it's like our summers are nicer too amazing i guess i gotta move to colorado we got this is gonna happen we got dinosaurs (laughs) i gotta go they got prairie prairie dogs yep exactly (laughs) what more yeah it's amazing. Well, thank you so much for yeah. joining us awesome. today and like taking us on the the tour. And I mean, I'm just, I think it's so cool what you do. And I mean, Dinosaur Ridge is awesome. I want to go in person once the mm-hmm. pandemic is over. Matt, yeah. field trip. <laughs> yep, a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm definitely. There. We definitely should take a field trip. It'd be really fun. Yeah. Oh, and. One more thing before, like, we disconnect. This hoodie I've been wearing is of a band called Junior Rabbit. Oh, um, cool. band here in Colorado. So I know, like, a lot of local acts around, not not just Colorado, but, like, around the country are struggling right now. Um, mm. But Junior Rabbit's, like, one of my favorites. They're kind of like a garage rock band, but their front, like, their lead singer and lyricist is, like, a traditional folk artist. So oh, they kind cool. of got this weird blend to them. It's kind of like yeah. Credency, some songs. But cool. Very cool. They're we'll on Spotify. If you're, <laughs> if anyone's looking for like some new music to check out, just give them a listen. Yeah. It helps them out, and it doesn't cost you anything, even yeah. if you don't like it. Sure. <laughs> Amazing. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we will be sure. Junior Rabbit. Hey, Junior Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll shout them out at um on Instagram too. Yeah. Yeah, it's J.R. Rabbit. I love that. I like the artwork, too. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, they're great. They, like, uh, they got, like, a, a local artist to, like, make their logos and stuff. So they work with a lot of local venues. And, yeah, the art scene here is getting bad. So it's kind of scary. Yeah. It's scary. It's, yeah, it's they had also- a... Oh, sorry. I don't know. I was going to say it's scary for the arts in general, like across the whole country, especially with the pandemic. It's hard. Yeah, well, um, there's rumor Casa Bonita is done. Wow. A lot of people know us for Casa Bonita because of South Park. They're saying that's done. Um, Although the owners haven't come out and officially stated it, but there's been like former employees are saying their checks are bouncing stuff like that Ooh. Um, mm. yeah 
And then, like, oddly, one day their Google said permanently closed. So, but if you go to like their website and if you go to the restaurant, like they have signs saying we'll be open soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another one is by us. Um, we have stand up comedy here mm-hmm. in Colorado. And the main hub for that is this uh, place called Comedy Works. Mm-hmm. So, um, and they have like, I think they have like two clubs. One's by my house, one's in like downtown Denver. But then they also do these like amazing events. Like, if someone like, you know, uh, Tom Segura or Joe Rogan was to come here, they'll actually mm-hmm. rent out a giant theater. But it's like Comedy Works, even though it's not at their club. They're actually the ones that did that uh, Dave Chappelle, John Stewart show I told you about over at Red Rocks. Yeah. 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 They oh, yeah. Like, rented out Red Rocks and did that. So <laughs> it's run by a woman. And I was reading an article about her and she said she had to take out a loan wow so she said if we can get open by april we'll be good wow but wow. I, I mean our comedy scene if they go there goes the whole comedy scene here and uh that's crazy yesterday it was just announced there's a jazz club in denver that's been around for like 87 years mm-hmm. that's officially closed down wow yikes it's crazy yeah. Really crazy. My mom just texted me while we were podcasting. Well, we are podcasting. And she said that the place where my sister and I both bought our wedding dresses just closed down after 60 years in business. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, it's just nuts. And the restaurant that my dad, Michelle, you probably know, being from Northern Jersey, uh, the Fireplace restaurant. I know. Dude, they had the best pickles. I was so mad. See, Matt, I told you. I know, I know, you did. Bring the pickles from that, like in a big giant soda container. He'd order a large soda and then just fill it with pickles and bring it to me in college. And I'd keep the entire thing of pickles in my like little mini fridge (laughs) in college and eat them. And they were the best, best pickles. Best pickles, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what's happening with them, but my dad was like, yeah, I think they're closing because of, you know, the pandemic. Pandemic, yeah. I hope they reopen and like, cause they're a staple. Yeah. Well, the sad thing about the fireplace too, is if you know about like the actual business, it was started by firemen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a place for like, you know, firefighters who are retired or something. They have work that they have for them. Like they hire a lot of like former firefighters and stuff like that. Yeah. Actually, while they were closed during the pandemic, um, over the summer for father's day, um, I bought my dad and I also bought one for myself. I bought a mug and a t-shirt for my dad and a mug and a t-shirt for myself just to like support them. And also, um, wanted them because <laughs> mm-hmm. I love, I love fireplace so much. They I know it's one of those great childhood memories of going in there. Like I have like the toasted bun and like, just like yeah. that broiled, like it's just the best. The Whenever best. they had like weird cups for kids, like they yeah. were fun. And they would make like, and they served like chocolate milk, which like blew my mind. Yep. Like, <laughs> they yeah. also like a weird section of their restaurant up top. Like when you walk in, it was like all like kind of like like old lanterns and like stuff and like a cobblestone, not cobblestone, but like a, I don't know, uh, a stone floor. And then you'd walk huh. to one side, and then they had like a breakfast area. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. they'd serve like. Then that got turned into, like, a pizza area at one point. And then another time huh. it got turned into, like, a chicken area. Like, a fried chicken area. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but 
but it was a good restaurant. Yeah, it was good. And I mean, Cheers is gone. Wow. Yeah. In Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The bar that is Cheers is like, that's, when I read that, I was like, oh no. Yeah. Like, this is where the snowball starts. It's not good. It's not good. You hope that like somehow when everything opens back up again, people like rehabilitate those places because I don't know. Yeah. So it's just, it's going to be weird, though, when everything reopens. (laughs) I know. I feel like there's going to be a big boom in tourism, though. Because people are going to be like, I got to get out of my house. (laughs) Right. I mean, I see a lot here in Colorado. Because they're all, we're all driving states, really. Everyone's used to driving long distances. So, I mean, a lot of my tours, I'll get people from, like, Montana and Arizona and uh, California. Yeah, yeah. Mm The California ones are kind of annoying, but... I think, like, the tri-state area, though, I mean, like, New York City and everything, like, it's going to take them such a much longer time to come back. Yeah, but at least the tri-state area, I know, like, all the governors got together and said, like, you can't leave the tri-state area. Yeah. And if you do, you have to quarantine and, like, all this stuff. And they're not doing it out here in the Midwest. And Colorado is now at the point where, uh, last I read, one in 40 people have COVID. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So I know like two coworkers that already got it since Mm -hmm. I started working here in October. So it's just like, it's bad. I don't know why people want to travel. No, I don't know either. I don't know either. Unless you have like a really important reason to, I wouldn't. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, an excuse to just sit and watch TV. Why am I not taking you up on that offer? (laughs) Yeah. Like I spoke with my parents, like I think back in October and says like, yeah, I'm, don't come out. I'm not going to go out. I think we should stay home. I think it's safest for everyone. Mm-hmm. And then my boyfriend's mom reached out to me. I gave her the same talk. And I said, I think it's like for the best. And yeah. I, uh, but what I told, like I told his family and my family was let's plan for Easter. Cause that seems like it could totally happen. And that's like a fun, big holiday too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, so, luckily- and I bet Easter is going to be like, crazy this year because it's like finally like you can do stuff like we can do an easter egg hunt we can do like right right because it's just so weird like my mom was telling me with the rockefeller um tree you have to get tickets to go see it yeah yeah that's so weird it's so weird it's so weird and even watching like movies or tv shows or you know like they depict stuff and i'm like oh my god no one has their masks on like it's the weirdest i know it's so weird it's, yeah. It's interesting watching movies that were, you know were filmed mm-hmm. right before you know we first went into like full pandemic mm-hmm. mode back in March, and it's very interesting because you're just like, oh man, like it was still there. You just weren't. We just didn't weren't aware of it, but it was happening. Yeah. yeah. So, oh yeah. Like when I watch those, I'm like, you're too close. Step back. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean. Me and my mom, we're actually finishing the second half of the play tonight. We're watching, or musical, uh, Newsies on Disney+. Plus. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it's such oh, a good Newsies. show. Love it. It's so good, and like, but it's so weird. It's like, I don't know when we can get back to that again. I know. It's just like so sad. It's like... <laughs> I it miss so doing sad. theater so much. <laughs> I know, but I feel like live theater, I just have oh, like, yeah. a feeling in my gut, like, that's going to be the last, because I'm like, just look at this ensemble piece, like... Yep. Take all the main characters out. You can't do it. <laughs> you can't do it. And they're, they're all like Hamilton. 
Yeah, you're, and they're all touching. You know, I parents ask me all the time, like, well, why can't my kid do theater? And I'm like, you know, in person. And I'm like, well, watch any play and like watch how much they touch each other or like mm-hmm. how much they're close to each or other. Close, or, yeah. like, and they're singing. And they're, and they're singing. singing. So, and you feel like the spit. And they're just like, yep. yeah, absolutely. Huh. And like the respiratory droplets can come up from your lungs and it's like, you know, it's like an aerosol almost effect. Yeah. Um, so it's just not safe to do in person one of my students actually told me that her choir director they're still doing choir in school but they're doing it with the masks on in a church spread out and that's technically like allowed because if they like whatever but i would suffocate if i was belting my face off like singing it's not it it, that's just torture to do to a kid (laughs) for an hour yeah oh my god crazy it's crazy but yeah i mean i I hope it comes back. It, I mean, oh, it it's going to gonna come back, but I just don't know when. Like, when? that's the thing. It's going to be very different. Broadway, they're saying, like, they're hoping for, like, June, July. That was the last I heard. Yeah, because, like, I've seen, like, the drive-in stuff. Like, I know Burt Kreischer started the drive-in stand-up. Yeah. Fort Collins here in Colorado is one of the first stops he went to. And that kind of took off. They started doing some other ones, which is pretty cool. That's a great idea. Um, but you could totally do that because it's just stand-up is one person right right you have them bring their own microphone mm-hmm. they're right. good yeah right yep. you can put like plexiglass and, or something in front well it's a drive-in right so you you're in your car and stuff and then i've seen like i've seen the bands too doing the drive-in and again you can i mean the average band has like what four people you could even spread them out if you have a big enough stage mm-hmm. just being like this is your area of the stage this is your area that was like a play or a musical. I'm like, I don't know how you're going to do that. <laughs> oh, I know. It's almost impossible. A lot, of, a lot of theaters are doing just like, you know, play readings or like radio plays. I know that's a big thing. Yeah. Um, it's tough. It's tough. It's I'm sure tough. once it gets warmer, there's more possibility of doing things safely Outdoor. outdoors. But yeah. until then, it's really tough here, at least, you yeah. know, in the mm-hmm. Northeast. Yeah. And I know even with like film television stuff, they're filming stuff. But they have to have only, you know, a certain amount of capacity mm-hmm. of people. And then everyone has to be COVID tested. And then they have to have a rapid test the day of. Mm-hmm. And if anybody tests positive, God forbid, like, they have to quarantine the whole production, put it down for yeah. two weeks. Right. It's the, the tax credits, too, for filming in New York City are so much higher. So a lot of place, you know, a lot of people are filming, like, in Toronto or, mm-hmm. you know. Where, wherever yeah. they can, that it's going to be a little cheaper and maybe less cases, too. Yeah, Yeah, but Toronto doesn't want Americans. No, I know. Exactly. No. So. Yeah, that's why, like, one of the best New York baseball teams this year was the Toronto Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they played over in Buffalo. I was like, this is so weird. The best team yeah. in New York is the Toronto Blue Jays. I know. <laughs> they had a better record than the Yankees and the Mets for a while there. Yep. Yeah. So not, weird. not hard with the Mets, but <laughs> the it's poor Mets. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's very strange. It's going to be very interesting when we when we do get back, not to like a normal, because I feel like that's going to be the world's going to be very different as yeah. after this. But like just to the point where like we can have these events or like we can, you know, yeah. 
go to things and not have to wear masks and like not have to worry about distancing. Like that's going to be weird the first time you do it because there's going to be some weird like PTSD from all of this. Um, especially with kids. Like I think about kids that like don't really didn't have that many years oh, beforehand where, you know, where they just didn't know. Or even kids that were like born during, <laughs> born during the pandemic. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if you try to explain to them, like, yeah, like you were born during this pandemic and like we couldn't, you yeah. were probably honestly, yeah, my nephew was born. you were born because of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My nephew was just born a few weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> but it was like, really stressful because it's just like you know i'm sure uh, yeah like we were like waiting outside the hospital because they were like okay your brother can go in um but i couldn't but like i had to watch the my nieces so we're just like sitting in the car like outside it was so so crazy and she was allowed one visitor at a time so i guess i could have gone up there if i wanted to but yeah i was like no i don't know (laughs) Yeah. 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 Definitely like just such a crazy time. So weird. Yeah. I'm just like happy my brother was able to be there for it because I have friends and stuff that had babies during the pandemic. And when it first kicked off, like I know a few people had babies in April Mm -hmm. and their husbands weren't allowed in the room. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. I was like, that's all I was paying for. Like the whole time was like, please let my brother be in the room because like, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Extremely scary. There's no way. There's no way. I'd be like, knock me out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. Oh my God. That's crazy. Well, I hope everything gets back to normal. I mean, I think that's everyone's hope, obviously, but I just, you know, with the winter being colder and like, that's why I was like, I'm putting my Christmas decorations up early. I was like, I don't care this year. They're going up. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I did that with my Halloween decorations, too. I think I put them up, like, September 3rd. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, nice. It's happening. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I like to, my, uh, the coffee shop that I go to with my dog every day, they always, like, the way that they see it, because they're struggling, too. Um, mm-hmm. But they have, like, this really great, like, it's almost like a mantra. Mm-hmm. And... They say, we don't hope things um, go back to normal. Things get better than they were when they were normal. Nice. Yeah. That's and I was like, oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> great. I like that. Way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I think masks are here to stay. And I'm kind of excited about that. I have said this whole time, like, I have always been, like, a borderline germaphobe. So, for me, like, yeah. I... I'm fine with it. I'm like, whatever. It's cool. People like, want to watch it. It's be common, great. like, if you have a cold or yep. if you just got over a cold. Like, I'm mm-hmm. saying yep. it's going to be, like, where it is now where you have to wear a mask regardless. Right, right. But, like, I can just, like, totally, more like, conscious of it. Yeah, like, I know when wh- whenever we get out of this, it's, like, I'm totally going to wear my mask if I think I have a cold or I'm coming down sure. with one or it's got over yeah. one. I yeah. was, like, that just makes so much sense. <laughs> And, like, they've been doing that, I think, in, like, Japan, haven't they, for, like, ever? Yeah, ever. forever. Forever. Yeah. For that exact reason, just for to, that like, reason. Absolutely. care about other people. <laughs> it's just, like, a courtesy. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, it's so nice when people have, you know, common courtesy and social, the social contract of, like, hey, <laughs> we're going right. to protect each other. <laughs> right. You guys can see Red Rocks better now. I think. 
Come on. Now it won't flip around. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> it's always what happens. Technical difficulties. Oh my gosh. You guys see that? Yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. Giant rocks like jetting out. Yep. That's right there. That's Red Rocks Amphitheater. That's cool. So you can see like there's red rocks just all along the range. Mm -hmm. And that rock's 300 million years old. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. (laughs) Well, thank you so much again for hanging out with us being on another oh, yeah. episode just like educating our grapefruits it's so cool and i know like a lot of um virtual museum tours are big right now so it's like kind of cool that you just took us on one <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i mean i know dinosaur ridge they're selling them too they're yeah they get after like geologists and paleontologists and if anyone is interested you could do that all virtually which is really cool uh it's a way better tour and like more in depth than what i just went through um but also, uh, if you live in the area or if you're going to be visiting for any reason, we are doing walking tours, which is really awesome. Oh, so cool. you meet us at one side of the ridge and like you just walk. And we have uh, once a month we do walk with a geologist and it's an actual geologist you walk with. Um, I did that on like the 4th of July with my boyfriend and we just had like a blast. It was just so cool to like plant a rock and be like, why is that red? Why is that? Th- mm-hmm. <laughs> like I remember one of the questions I asked was like this is going to sound dumb but these red rocks is that why is that like Mars <laughs> they were like, yeah. <laughs> the same reason why Mars is red it's iron that's I was cool. like okay that's cool <laughs> very cool that's awesome I'm sure you think about like all kinds of really in-depth questions that I will like never think of in my right. head unless you were to say it you know right Oh, yeah. I mean, I do that with, like, the paleontologists. Like, I have a class tomorrow morning with uh, the resident paleontologist here, Aaron. So, like, but when it's a geologist, I know nothing. I feel like I'm you guys listening to me where I just, like, sit there in awe, and I'm just like, how do you know that's, like, a hundred million years? Like, how do you know that was red? Why is that purple? So... So like, cool. what made that, like, ball? Like, that was all, like, that's the reason I paid, I think. Because I've been walking by that ball in the, the one that looks like the ball by the volcanic mm-hmm. ash. And I, like, I read this sign, I think, like, ten times. And I'm still, like, it's not computing. I don't understand what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. So when they had, like, walk with a geologist, I'm, like, here. I'm going to go with a real geologist and find out. <laughs> that's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And but so- I hear you guys doing, um, like, like, Christmas specials and stuff. So yes. I can recommend a Christmas special to you. We, you. me and my boyfriend just found it. Like it was, we have live TV at my house. So sometimes we'll just, especially now at Christmas, we're just like, what like live events are on or like Rudolph yeah. and stuff like that. So it was the country music holiday special. Okay. Cool. Guys catch it. I did not watch it. No, but I can watch it on, no. it was on NBC or CMT or something. I think it was, like, on NBC or something, but it was really weird because it's, like, COVID time, so normally, I guess they have, like, a live audience, Uh so, but, like, I loved it because I really didn't know anyone in Mm -hmm. it besides Darius Rucker because I know what Hootie is, Hootie and the Blowfish, but, like, it was so, like, and my boyfriend really didn't know any of the artists either, and then he knew Dan and Shay, and, Mm -hmm. um, but we were, like, watching it and it was almost like 
oh, who is this person? Like, it was, it was like a really fun thing to do to like find like new artists and like maybe artists that have been around that we've never heard of. Yeah. And then also, like, they go all out with their costumes, and they're all performing, like, traditional um, Christmas songs Mm -hmm. for the most part. And then some of them, I think, wrote their own. Um, But, like, the one girl, I don't remember her name, but she does, like, this rendition of Santa Baby. And Mm -hmm. her outfit is, like, a present, but, like, Santa-colored. I just loved her performance. It's like, I don't know who she is, but it's like... So, if you guys are looking for another Christmas special to talk about, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Okay. And also, um, I was going to just say that's such a great introduction into seeing a new artist because they're seeing they're singing something that's that you already know. So it's not right. like you have to like listen to their new stuff that you have no idea or no frame right. of reference for, um, which is really cool. I am not like the biggest country music fan in general, just because like I don't like listen to it. But then when I do listen to it, I like it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm not a country fan at all. Like I said, I know Darius Rucker because he's right. Hootie. Yeah, I still right. call him Hootie though. But like, <laughs> and I know Wagon Wheel. He has the best version of right. Wagon Wheel. So like, I know that. But um, yeah, he does this thing with like some violinist who's like, mm-hmm. I don't know what she does, but like my boyfriend knew of her, which I was really shocked. But apparently, she does like ballet while she does the violin. What? It's amazing. Oh, it's I- so. I've seen her before. She um yeah. she danced at I forgot what it was, but she it was like at a Disney park. It was like a Disney holiday special or something. She did yeah. something. My boyfriend's like, oh yeah, I've seen her on like other like specials and yeah. stuff. Like she's famous, but she performs alongside with Hootie. It was just like so good. And I, cool. I want to say he did like Silent Night or something. It's some like real traditional oh, nice. thing. And she's like, oh, and like the whole thing was like they were outside in the snow. So it's, like, snowing on her, like, while she's doing, like, dancing around Hootie. Oh, wow. (laughs) So. Yeah, if you're looking for another, like, weird special. And Dolly Parton doesn't show up. I thought she was going to be in it. That's why I put it on. (laughs) See, we were, I watched the tree lighting, and I would, like, fast, well, you listened, I'm sure. But we, we, I was like, yeah, Dolly, Dolly killed it. She's just great. Just love her. Yeah, I thought she was going to be in this. I was like, oh, like, let's watch this. I was like, Dolly Parton will definitely be on. Right. I was like, she loves, like, she is the holiday person and she's country. Like, I just think, like, Christmas and country. I'm like, Dolly Parton has, she wasn't in it at all. And I was so shocked. That's crazy. He's like, where did you read Dolly was going to be on this? And I was like, I didn't. I just kind of assumed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Two good specials that are coming up. Uh, Tomorrow they're doing The Grinch. Um, It's the, London cast, I think, from the West End, doing their production of The Grinch, Who Stole Christmas. Like it's Ooh. like a whole theatrical performance televised. Um, so that's on tomorrow. And then I think I have it in my calendar. I'll look because I'm a <laughs> what is that on nerd? What? What is The Grinch on? What? Where NBC, is it? NBC at eight o'clock. Oh, and then cool. on the eleventh on Netflix, there's going to be uh, Broadway's um Broadway musical the prom that's gonna the be what? it's called the oh, prom yep, yep. oh the prom i heard of it they did like a, a thing um like a movie musical of that and then there's also i don't know whether it's the 10th i didn't write this one in my phone i guess i think it's on the 10th they're doing like a all-stars broadway night i'm looking it up on also on nbc broadway night nbc 
Um, Best of Broadway. And when is it happening? Yep. Yeah, it's Thursday, weird. December. Like, there's. Did they even have the Tonys this year? Because I feel like they had like award shows, and I had no idea they happened. Like people yeah. are like, oh yeah, like you know, like um, Schitt's Creek won all the Emmys mm. this year, and I'm like, the Emmys happened? When was that? Like, it's mm. so weird. Like, even if I don't watch it, I always kind of knew like the Oscars were on or the Emmys or of course, right? If that makes sense. Like, even if I was like at workers and it's like, oh yeah, tonight was the Oscars. That's right. But like this whole year, I'm like, when did any of this happen? <laughs> Right. I know that the um, the Screen Actors Guild um, awards always happen in January, and they're pushing them to March this year. Um, and the Oscars are typically like a weekend or two weekends after the SAG Awards, so I'm assuming yeah. they'll, they'll be pushed as well. Um, wow. But, but yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. I never know when the daytime Emmys happen. I watch General Hospital with my mom all the time, and <laughs> guilty pleasure. And... Uh, <laughs> They always like post like, oh yeah, they won twenty daytime Emmys, and I'm like, when are the daytime Emmys on? Not that I really want to watch them, right. but when do they happen? It's like a private right. ceremony somewhere. We don't know. I think it's like yeah, a private ceremony because I don't think a lot of people go to it. Probably, probably not. Yeah, I don't really know though. All right, well, thanks for having me on, guys. I got actually had to start it cold. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So. We appreciate you so so much. For not only taking us on a tour, but for also being a grapefruit. Thank you for listening yeah. to us. We appreciate <laughs> it. Really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Matt, you have anything else? No, just thank you again. Um, this was a surprise for me. Sam surprised me last episode that we were doing this, so I didn't even know it was happening. So this was yeah. awesome. I loved it. <laughs> this was great. Oh, great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, like on air. I was like, yeah, we're going to talk with Michelle next week. So... <laughs> You have no choice. Um, We're doing this. I was pumped. <laughs> Super cool. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. Have a yeah, great absolutely. rest of your week and holiday season. And I'm sure we'll chat in between. Yeah. All right. Yeah, absolutely. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Bye. So we are still recording. Bum, bum, bum. Um... Do you want to talk a little about sure. our normal things that we talk about? And then yes. we'll just... Cool. So, Grapefruits, we would be crazy if we did not recap our thoughts on... I mean, we kind of did before about The Mandalorian. Right. But we just want to recap our, our thoughts on his dark materials and a couple mm -hmm. other little things before we leave you for this episode. So, so yeah. Mandalorian, I... I really did like the episode, but I thought it could have, I, I thought it could have just been like a little chunk at the beginning of the next episode. So that way it was yes. longer. I just, I, I, I totally 100% agree. It should have been longer. And yeah. I said this, I think when Mandalorian first dropped the second season that one of our friends is doing, like, he's not watching it at all. He's just going to watch the whole thing as one piece. Which is smart. And I, I wish I would have had the you know willpower to do that yeah. and like because I, I really feel like it it should be watched as one piece um, yeah I agree and it that would take all of my frustrations out I think too yes feel satisfied yeah <laughs> yeah exactly because then you could you could binge it and like it wouldn't feel like things were just like cut off at random times 100 percent 
Yeah. Yeah. But um, I did but yeah, like. I agree with you. It was very good. Yeah. But I like um, what's his freaking face? Uh, Grogu. Yeah. Well, I love him. But no. Um, what is his name? Gideon. Moth Gideon. Oh, Moth Gideon. Yeah. Love him. I love him. Yeah, he's great. Great. Um, yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was good. It's just like there was too much happening, too quickly, so it was like. I wanted just... it to be fleshed out. Yeah. Right. Right. Or if you're going to move that quickly, then it can't end where it ended. Just like you said, like let it start. But I'm excited because I'm. I'm. I think we're like we're getting some steam now, so I'm excited to see what the next episode brings. Yeah, I mean, there's only two episodes left, right? I probably if they're going off the same. Um, thing of having eight episodes yeah yeah we'll i don't see. like that i think there should be 20 episodes every season <laughs> on it right Favreau and fellini right Filoni, whatever Filoni. Filoni. <laughs> fellini is a type of pasta yep that's fine maybe <laughs> maybe fellini likes fellini you never know <laughs> maybe maybe could, i know could you don't like. have social media but I don't. Uh, celebrities are doing this thing where they have like a, a thing on their shoulder. So like it's like Reese Witherspoon. I don't remember who started it, but it's like Grease. It's like Grease on Reese. So it's like a picture of Reese Witherspoon. And then it's like the cast of Grease like dancing on her shoulder. And then there's like uh, Jennifer Garner did one that's like Penn on Jen. And it's Sean Penn sitting on her shoulder. And it's um, and then uh, I got to look up the other ones. Anyway, they're like really funny. I like that. That I like is funny. <laughs> Natalie Portman did Cat uh, Dennings on her shoulder and did Cat on Nat. Um, <laughs> That's funny. I do like that. But anyway, um, I was watching the making of The Mandalorian still. Like we yeah. finished it. And you have to watch it. Any grapefruit out there who's listening to this podcast... Go watch the making of the Mandalorian. Watch the Mandalorian first, and then watch it. Um, at least right. season one, because it doesn't touch a- upon season two at all. Um, oh, okay. But it's just such—it's like a masterclass in filmmaking. I mean, you're literally seeing all of the cutting edge stuff that they're doing. Um, I talked last week about the volume and how um, yes, that room and stuff like that. But they just—they yeah. geek out so hard about the Star Wars universe too, and like about George Lucas's original intentions about things. And it really mm-hmm. answers a lot of questions and gives you, they don't dumb it down at all. Like they're literally mm-hmm. just talking and they're like, oh yeah, when we had this practical effect and this and that, and like, they're just talking. Yeah, we were in the volume. And then of course they have to go back and explain what the volume is because mm-hmm. not even, I mean, it's a new technology, but a lot of the stuff, if you weren't in the industry or didn't study like stagecraft or, or set design or anything like that, you wouldn't know. Right. You know, um, like they keep saying like mocap, like a mocap right. suit instead of right. motion capture. Motion capture. Yeah. And so they're just kind of talking with each other and it's like a, a round table of directors and filmmakers. And I just think it's a really beautiful piece. I really liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, let's see. Jennifer Garner. I love Jennifer Garner, by the way. Yes, me too. Me too. Why is it not letting me go to her profile? Hmm. 
There we go. Oh, Elizabeth Banks did Tom Hanks. So Hanks, yeah. Hanks on Banks. Hanks on Banks. That's funny. So funny. Yep. Carrie Washington did one. Um, what was hers? She did uh, Katy Perry. So Perry on oh, Perry. Perry on Perry. And That's then funny. Did, then she did a bonus round and she did um, Pope on Nope from. <laughs> yep. So she did, uh, she was on Leslie Nope. Yep. That's funny. Yep. Because she plays Olivia Pope on Scandal. So yep. anyway, I thought I, I keep seeing new ones pop up every day and it's funny to me. So thank you, celebrities, for making us smile. <laughs> That's great. Um. You watched his Dark Materials, right? I did. Okay. I did. So, I loved it. I thought it was um, the best episode so far, but 100%. maybe, maybe the best episode. But I also really liked season one when they started like hanging out with uh, Yorick. Mm-hmm. Berenson. Uh, yeah, but um. I also love saying Serafina Pecola. It's like really it's fun. Thing. It's fun. Serafina Pecola. Serafina Pecola. Yeah. Oh, that was so great with all the witches. Like the way the the way the episode ended was very cool. It was amazing. Um, and then it's like the credit music is so good. Where it's like bum 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 bum. It's yeah. so good. Well, it's funny too when like Lee Scoresby goes into the hut and he's like, you know, um, he walks in and then he's talking to the the dude and whatever and then like five seconds later i'm like that's will's dad <laughs> and nick mm -hmm. was like he's mm -hmm. like wait what and i was like that's the kid's dad like that's his dad yeah. and he was like no and then he's like go back and he's like oh my god it is because like yeah you forget what will's dad looks like you know what right. I mean? right and then like he's got a man bun and he's like a little bit more like you know right hanging out with the uh, hanging out yeah exactly <laughs> He's like a mystic. Yeah. <laughs> or what they, they call him the heretic, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love uh I I also love that actor Andrew Scott. Um yeah. he's, he's like one of my favorite favorite actors. I don't know if you watched Fleabag, but like he's in that in the second season, he's amazing in that. Of course, of course. No, I, I recognize the actor, but like I just for whatever oh, reason right. didn't put two and two together. Until it was like five seconds, like a good five seconds, which is too long to recognize. I okay. mean, I knew who he was because I read the book, but brag. <laughs> brag. Oh, it's so good! It's so good. And then we meet the guy that's in the tower finally. Mm -hmm. Then he kills himself, you know, yeah. he doesn't well, want the spirits to get him. Eh, well, as you do, as you do <laughs> when you're like, hey, I live my life and my. My fingers got cut off, and now my sword is right. passed on to this other kid. Yeah, exactly. Well, listen, you don't want the spirits to get you. That's just you, no. you don't want specters to get you. Don't That's want like, the specters to get you. The specters remind me a lot of the the uh, Death Eaters in Harry Potter. I don't know mm -hmm. which came first, but probably the specters came first. I believe so. I think the subtle knife came out before. Um, any of the Harry Potter books for any of the Harry Potter books, but I could be wrong. Actually, mm -hmm. 
Originally published in 1997, so I think they were around the same time, but I think, yes. Before the Death Eaters, for sure. Um, yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. Well, I liked it. It was good. And I also, because I haven't read the books, I don't know what's going to happen, and I'm like, I don't know who's good, who's bad. Like, I actually really like that I haven't read the books, because I have yeah. no idea. Um, right. And I know that you still love it anyway because you never know like hbo could take liberties and their show sure. you, you don't know um so i'm is... interested to see where they go mm-hmm. um because now we're first now we're getting into like the big stuff that's about to happen so mm-hmm. like and it's kind of hinted at right so mary is talking to the machine and so like right. we know what dust and dark matter is and that's the really cool part is that like i loved that scene that scene was mm-hmm. so good. Um, mm-hmm. And I also really love that it ties in like theology <laughs> kind of to it because yeah. we all have those questions, right? Like yeah. what are angels? What do they do? What are they for? Like, mm-hmm. and also the fact that matter can't be destroyed or created. So mm-hmm. maybe angels do exist, you know, like yeah. they kind of opens up those more broad open-ended yeah. questions, which is cool. Um, but yeah, I like that it takes from the major rooms, but it doesn't, it's not hitting you over the head with it. Um, or at least that's how I feel like it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's a mix of both, right? It's a mix of science and, and faith essentially is what I think like yeah. the main, some of the main themes of the book can be boiled down to like faith versus science. And, 100%. you know, and when you, when you, and Mary is a great a character for that right because she was a nun who stopped believing in that and then she yep. became a scientist but now she's seeing that like what she thought wasn't correct is now part of the world it's very interesting so it is so to see where they go with that i love that yeah 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 it's very cool um plus you've got like the magistrate and stuff and they're like obviously very clearly based on you know religious entities mm-hmm. um and the witches who are like maybe a little more pagan um mm-hmm. or just or not, or not even anything, just like, right. you know, nature, naturalist type right, yeah. characters, um, which is, is very cool. Yeah. Um, I also, I don't know if they touch upon this in the books or not, and I wanted to ask you, is it every single demon is the opposite gender of, that's like a thing? Yeah. Okay. I, thing. I, I didn't know if any character had like one that wasn't. Yeah, and it wasn't until this episode that it made me think about it because uh, so it's always that thing. I guess it's just to say that we both have, like, everybody has, like... The duality. Masculine and duality, feminine qualities. But it wasn't until Will Perry's dad said, like, that he said, like, my other half was female. Or that there was, like, a female in me. I was like, oh, yeah. And also, I wanted to know, how did he get a demon? Like, how does... So I can't say anything. I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. Because I'm, I'm thinking, I'm going to tell you my prediction. I think, like, Azrael probably did some sort of crazy experiment. But I know you won't tell me. It's fine. I'll find out. Because it becomes a thing. Like, it, it's, he's not the only character Got that it. has that ability. Cool. So. Cool. Yeah. I thought it, and it was really cool, too, that I, I, I hope this is not spoiling anything, but, like, the fact that, like, Lyra and Will are clearly becoming close, like, when Pan went to touch him and... Yeah, she was okay with it. I don't know if you noticed this. This was super. I had to re- rewind it because this was subtle filmmaking. 
but when Will was in the bath and she's backing up and Pan does the same thing, but he sort of looks. Yeah. Like he sort of looks and I'm like, oh, teenagers, gross. (laughs) I did did notice that. I did. I thought that was really clever of the filmmakers to Mm -hmm. do that. Very, very much so. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't know, like, is what Pan sees what Lyra sees, like, always? We don't know. We don't know. But we can assume that. She just yeah. wanted a sneak peek of his bloody she nubs. Sneak. <laughs> oh, is that, what, is that what the kids call it? That's what they call it. <laughs> and Grapefruit, who have not watched the show, I'm talking about his fingers because his fingers were yeah. cut off in the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> Nothing else. Uh, yeah. Um, we Are the Champions is one of the best shows I've ever seen. And thank you so, so much for telling me to watch it. It, Grapefruits. Stop listening to this podcast right now and go watch that show. Pause it. Go watch the show. I didn't think I was going to like it. I watched the trailer and was like, nah, not for me. But I loved it. And I found it was like so inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really Very good. Cool. Have you watched all, all of it? I them? watched all of it. All of it. The yo-yo one it. was like blowing my mind. The yo-yo one was my least favorite, to be well, honest with you. I agree. Ah, well, I also didn't really like fantasy hairstyling too much, only no. because it wasn't weird enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog dancing, I was like crying. I, oh, this is so beautiful. I got choked up with the dog dancing one. Um, just like, I don't know. I, I, I think also because they were from Russia and like they often depict people from that area and Europeans in general as being a little bit more like stiff upper lip about things and like to see them so connected to their dogs and how loving and I'm not saying Russian people are not loving I'm not making any mass generalizations or anything like that just saying like it was just nice to see um because you know in America you see people cuddling with their dogs all the time like I don't know it's just it's just the connection bond between the owner and the dog like it's just it was really beautiful and really cute yeah. and and so bonkers as well. Like, <laughs> just, um, th- my favorite episode was the cheese one for sure. Um, yeah. Actually, I'm sorry. I misspoke before. The hot sauce one was definitely the, the, the worst one. I was going to say, I, I was going to say, I'm surprised that you didn't, you liked the chili eating because they, <laughs> that was gross. <laughs> I, I hated it. They were sweaty and like, they were like too cocky. Like the people were cocky and like, like saliva just, dropping out of every yeah. like their nose. Yeah. Right. And also like the fact that Chili Sid didn't win is like, why? Why that poor right. lady? But yeah. even the guy like growing the chili peppers, he was like so He was like sadistic. Yeah, but he was also like, whatever. They they didn't think that was hot. I got this. And like he's right. so so they were all so full of themselves, except right. for Chili Sid. And that's right. why I wanted Chili Sid to win. But yeah. she didn't. No. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I will always say spoiler alert after the spoilers. Sorry, it's Grapefruit. Great. It's great. Bad at it. um, but yeah, it's a good show. I, I really I really enjoyed it. The frog jumping one blew our minds last night. We were oh my gosh. Crazy. Like, are you people Crazy. insane or what? Scream- screaming at them. Screaming. We were too. We were like, oh my god. And the poor guy that doesn't win... I, was I like, know. Poor guy. I know. Just and the other guy that got beat by a kid, I was like, mm, that's right. how the frog hops. How the frog hops, literally. 
But I did think it was nice that they released the frogs back into the pond afterwards. They treat them well. I also, that skeeves me out so bad to like, they were like petting the frogs like legs and stuff. It's like, I don't want anything to do with that. Nope. Nope. But the cheese, the cheese chasing the first episode. That that, was fun. That to me, those people are out of their minds. I would never throw myself down a hill after anything. Not like that. No. Not like a hill like that. No. Nope. No. She had her, like, collarbone no. out. No. Just oh. no. I know. I did the same thing when I watched it. I was like, ooh, you wanna, like, check and make sure your bones are in the right spot. You're like, they're okay, okay, I'm good. I got all of them. Okay. I got all of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't think that we need to talk about... This probably Any, a couple of days. Save it. How about we, of, we won't give away all the bakery? We won't. We won't. All I want the grapefruits to know is that I did get an appointment for the DMV, the MVC, whatever the heck New Jersey's calling their motor vehicle commission thing. Good. It's for January 5th, and that's Good the earliest I can go. So I'll go, unless it's shut down, which it probably will be because we're in a pandemic. But so, I printed a piece of paper. 2023, out. you'll get your car registered again. Just let me do it online, New Jersey. Let me do it online. This is going I'm out not, to all New Jersey. I'm not a felon. I'm just not. Let me register well, online. I mean, pretty soon you. I think you will be. No, because I have an appointment time now, so I'm fine. <laughs> I oh can't man. Roll. I can't roll my eyes hard enough at it. I'm no, they so... might get stuck. They might get stuck that way, and I need them for stuff. I need them for stuff. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and then the only other last little bit that I just wanted to talk about really, really, really super, super crazy quick, just in case anybody wants to buy weird things for stocking oh. stuffers for people. <laughs> why? Why? Why do Nana hats exist okay <laughs> why did you click the link yes i did of course i did because i knew i knew what they were but i was like i want to make sure she's looking at the same thing and it did not disappoint do you have one do you know I, I love bananas but i do not have a so i know you don't eat bananas if i did you know i would have sent you like 40 of them But I don't want to send you crap because it was like, I actually thought about it when I opened up the link. I was like, I know she doesn't eat bananas. What else can I send them to her for? But I was like, I don't want to just send her crap. <laughs> She's not going to use. Are they big enough to be a hat for Lucy? Maybe. No, they're not. They're tiny. They just go over the stem part of the. So what they are grapefruits is. Oh, my they God. They go over when your bananas are still connected to their little whatever. The bananas, the seed, whatever that husk is at the top. You put this little woven hat on top of it. And I guess it's supposed to help it not ripen or help keep color. I don't know. I eat bananas too quickly to even care. So, yikes. Nana hats. Nana hats. But you know know someone's making a lot of money off of that. And it's like, why didn't we come up with that? Let's come up with grape hats. All right. We'll call them grape hats. Grats. Grats. (laughs) Grats. Grape capes. 
Grape capes. Ooh. <laughs> Writing it down. Man. Well, you should post that link on our social when you post this episode because sure. you never know. People might want to get that. Sure. They might want to check it out. Now, Mom, I do not want these. So please don't get me any for Christmas. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> do not buy Matt any Nana hats. So um, I, I... Sorry, go ahead. Unless you're making one yourself and then that's adorable. Nice. Like, hey, fine. Right. I... So I've heard of these before, but the reason why I clicked on the link was because I couldn't remember that they were called Nana hats. So I thought they were literally like hats for grandmothers. And I was like, what is, why is she so angry about this? Yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, what do bananas have to do with it? <laughs> oh, speaking of little knit things, did you ever hear about the guy who knit um, sweaters for penguins? No. He was this older guy. He just passed away. Like, I think he passed away like last year or something like that. Man, I'll share the link in two seconds. Um, and it was really cute. Oh, yeah. He's Australia's oldest man. And he he felt bad for the penguins that they were cold. So he knit them um, little sweaters. Jumpers. He kept doing that for them. Aww. There you go. It's that really ridiculously long, big link. Oh, I love I, that. This, this link looks so good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is adorable. I know. And, like, they're really cute oh, sweaters, too. The penguin, that's the penguin, like, classic one. That's I know. cute. I know. Oh, the rainbow one. Oh, and the penguin. I wonder if the penguins, though, were like, what? what is this? Get this off of me, please. I know. Well, it was because of like an oil spill. Like they couldn't, they couldn't like keep themselves warm or something. What was it in the event? He put oil in the event of an oil spill. Little penguins, wildlife clinic workers put oil covered birds in sweaters to minimize the amount of oil they ingest while preening themselves. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, so he was saving them from, like, killing themselves. Yeah, and then also... From poison. Yeah. And then I guess, like, it says it, the substance, the oily substance also mats the penguin's feathers, which both prevent it from regulating its temperature and reduce the animal's buoyancy in water. Oh. So, yeah. It was really cute. Yeah. We're just talking all about birds today. Dinosaur birds, birds. Bird birds. Penguin birds. Penguin birds. Yep, that's what that's their clinical name is the penguin bird. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. Don't come at me, bird lovers. Don't come at me, penguins. Yeah, I guess there are birds I like because I like dinosaurs. So there you yeah, go. There you go. See? You just don't like their distant cousins. Don't. They're jerks. I like penguins though. Penguins and sweaters are real cute. There you go. What else? What else? Well, Matt, we don't want to give away the bakery, so no. I think we'll probably have to, you know, put the baking rack away. Yes. Roll the cannolis back to roll the cannolis away. Yep. Put the put the struffoli back in the fridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're making cookies on Sunday. <sighs> my whole, not my whole family, but just the the bubble. The bubble of yeah. family. Yep. Just my sister and my mom and Nick nice. and Ryan and my dad. 
and I, my dad won't help make cookies, but he'll watch. Um, but we're, each of us are making our own dough. So I'm mm-hmm. making bread, my sister's making snickerdoodle, and my mom's making sugar cookie. And then we're nice. going to have a cookie decorating. You're going to smush them together. Yeah. No, we're going to um, just bake them. And I wanted to tell you that I ordered a gingerbread, a large gingerbread cookie cutter. And I was like, oh, it, it'll be cute. It came in the mail today. It is this big. It's like this big. Like big, really big. So you're making one cookie. So, so well, I have <laughs> other littler ones. I just thought it'd be cute to get like a big one, thinking it would just be a little right. bit bigger. Right. It's gigantic. So. Yikes. Anyway, we don't want to give away the bakery, so. No. I just thought I'd share my baked goods little anecdote since. Right. We were talking about bakeries. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So anyway. Thank you, Grapefruits, for listening to this episode. Thank you so much um, for just following us and supporting mm-hmm. us every week by listening to us. Thank you, Michelle, so, so, so much for giving us a little sneak peek and tour of Dinosaur Ridge and for all of your extreme wealth of knowledge and um, just expertise in the dinosaur area. Um, I I also really, really appreciate Dinosaur Ridge for allowing us to take a peek in and allowing Michelle to hang out with us and do that. Um, yeah. It's really, really cool, everything that you guys do. And we hope that um, after the pandemic, like, things start booming for you guys. Um, we know you guys put in a lot of hard work, especially uh, the people who stain the tracks and give the tours and do the bus tours and um, educational outreach and and conservation and and all of it so it's really 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 cool what you guys do um so we can't thank you enough and to the people at red rocks and the comedy clubs out there you know support your local businesses um Mm -hmm. we super super are excited to listen to junior rabbit (laughs) i'm gonna download some of their stuff yeah me too um it sounds like some what what michelle was describing sounds like a lot of music that nick listens to so um you know cool to support your local businesses um remember remember that guys like we're out we're in our houses we're not out and about so it's nice to support local shop local if you can um buy local um i also wanted to shout out to elise um our friend friend of the show from uh married muggles she makes Mm -hmm. these beautiful cloth napkins on etsy um i think her shop is also called beaded cheap i'm pretty sure yep um, yep. so go follow her on Etsy and, and buy some little last minute stocking stuffers for your loved ones or beautiful cloth napkin gifts. Um, they're just really, really cute and pretty. So yeah, I just think that everyone should support local if they can. Um, yep. I agree. Yeah. Which is why I buy chicken fingers from, uh, TD's pizza so often because, exactly. and cheesesteak pizzas and like right. all kinds of stuff, because you know what? You gotta, you have to support your local business. You have to support local meat consumption. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nick is making a gigantic soup thing downstairs. It, he has nice. a stock pot. It's like, I don't even know. It's a big giant lobster pot, but it, there are no lobsters in it. Just soup. He's he's like. He's like Straganana, like with like, <laughs> like a big thing. That's it's awesome. Great. 
Yeah. I can smell it. It's like I'm all the way up in the attic and I can smell the soup. It's a good smell. So anyway, thank you, Scrape Fruits. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Dinosaur Rage. Thank you to anybody who is associated with today's episode at all. Uh, Thanks, Jeff Goldblum. Um, (laughs) Real MVP. The real MVP. Um, Just, you know, thanks. Thanks. I want to thank that old Australian man for doing some good on this world. Yep. 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 So follow us on social media, Peace Love Grapefruit Podcast at um, Instagram and Facebook. And also email us any suggestions or just if you want to reach out and say hi. Um, we're Peace Love Grapefruit at gmail.com. And that's really it. I don't have anything else to say. So, Matt? Me? Yeah, as you always say. Oh, right. Um, two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. That's the one, right, that you were talking about? Yeah, yeah. We'll just end it there. It's fine. My usual McDonald's order? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not anymore. No. My, my mom loves singing that song, by the way. <laughs> just letting you know. Of course. Of course. Of course. But what you no, really meant to say was... Peace, love, grapefruit. That's the one. Well, until next week, grapefruits. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Another awkward ending. (laughs) Uh, Stay laughing and smiling, grapefruits. That's what you got to do in life. Stay masked. Stay masked. Hand sanitized often. We love you. See you later. See you. Stop recording now.